Another edition of 99 Questions. This is, of course, an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people interesting questions. I am your host, Bob Buell, and joined with me today, due to the magic, the magic of Extra Life Season, I have a very generous guest who uh, contributed to a wonderful, wonderful uh, organization and has... uh, uh, bought his way onto this show in a way. <laughs> that, that, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I'm an interesting Chris? person. Yes, yes. <laughs> as as stated, clearly up top, in, in what was definitely not a threatened read. <laughs> uh, Chris Fader. Chris, thank you so much for uh, for joining me here. Yeah, glad to be here, Bob. Oh, I'm I'm very glad to have you. Uh you you may or may not know the rules uh but i'll run down them real quick our uh our little ground rules uh terms and conditions i don't know i'm i still don't quite know what to name this part uh but of course uh, as i run through these 99 questions you can take as much time or as little time as you need to answer any of them if a uh, one word yes or no is good enough give us a yes or a no if a short story about your life helps us get a better understanding of the answer to that question i want to hear that story uh, ground rule number two. Uh, I don't think there's anything uh, crazy in here. There's nothing that's going to get you in a pickle or cancel you in any sort of way. I don't think. You know, if you wanted to, you could, but I don't think you could. Oh, we'll see uh, what we can do. Yeah, we'll we'll see what we could work with in the next uh, little bit. Uh, but if you want to pass on any question, you can pass. No judgment, no issue. Uh, and ground rule number three. Despite the name of the show being 99 Questions, there might be a follow-up. There might be an off-the-cuff, hey, tell us more about that. There might be a little, uh, some of these are just prompts. They're not questions at all. It's a lie. This is all a facade, really. Uh, but we uh, are at the end of the day, simulation. it's all, you know, what are we, <laughs> what are we all doing here? We, we, we know we took the blue pill. We're fine. Uh, but <laughs> the first of those non-questions. Chris, are you ready? Well, I mean, I didn't pay attention to most of that because <laughs> I, I was stuck on trying to think of a name for you mm-hmm, instead of paying mm-hmm. attention. And I was thinking maybe like, you know, the, the 99 questions Eula, which is fitting because I wasn't paying Ooh. attention to that. And I'm just going to haphazardly agree anyway. Yeah, let's do it. Perfect. Yeah, there there were a lot of other rules that are included in that uh, Eula uh firstborn uh right to income tax uh returns all sorts of fun things but they're actually already disassembling my house and uh hauling parts of it away so that was quick yes our uh dedicated uh pyro boys dressed in 99 questions gear uh <laughs> hauling away two by four by two by four brick by brick they uh they're slow but efficient so yeah. <laughs> uh but that leaves us perfectly before it gets too cold over there to question number one What's the perfect breakfast? Ooh. I mean, are we talking like the before times when you could go places or just like 
Yeah, like, I mean, perfect <laughs> is perfect, you know. This, this is I suppose this idyllic conditions scenario. all around. Exactly, exactly. Because, uh, yeah, most of the time, if I'm going somewhere, I, I, I look for keywords in what I'm going to eat. Like, usually the word hangover is a really good sign, like the hangover mm-hmm. burger or sandwich or whatever, or any sort of challenge. Like, uh, you, you got the hangover <laughs> challenge, even if you really combine the two. Oh, or the lumberjack challenge, something where it's just here's an absurd amount of deep fried golden brown food with like pancakes <laughs> and bacon and eggs and syrup and biscuits and heart attacks. And yeah, I really like that kind of just pile of food. There um, is uh, literally a bagel at the bagel shop around the corner from me that is called the heart attack. Oh, so that's great. <laughs> it's about uh, two slices of every meat they have, plus uh, hash browns and two eggs. So yeah, that sounds excellent. It's uh, phenomenal. It lives up to the name. I'll tell you that much. But it's really good. <laughs> Do we count brunch as breakfast, or is that are we mixing streams, crossing them, whatever Ooh. the phrase is here? I would say it's it it's enough. It's like a cousin to the breakfast, so I I, I would be willing to count it. Because I've had a pretty good brunch before, and I I feel like I should count it as breakfast because brunch doesn't really exist in my mind. You're just hungover or slept in or whatever the reason is, and you're going to go get breakfast, but it's too late. So it's brunch. It's how I can excuse (laughs) having two meals within a half hour of each other because I slept till 10. Um, But I went to some brunch buffet thing in Vegas, and I don't remember where it was exactly, but that was the fanciest thing I have ever had. And it was amazing. They had a lobster bisque or not lobster bisque. Um, lobster, uh, lobster eggs, Benedict. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh man. That was so good. That is some good stuff. You can, that uh, Benedict, you can do a lot with. And uh, that is, uh, Oh, that's something special. Yeah. So that, to summarize that... my very concise answer, we're going to go with like a hungover lumberjack in Las Vegas covered in hollandaise sauce with some sort of like sea spider inside of it. Sounds like a fun Saturday night to me. Yeah. Question number two. Who is the coolest dude? Oh, God. Um, I'm like the worst judge of that possible. So I'm probably <laughs> just going to take the easy route answer and say like my dog Yoshi is pretty cool. I mean, he's chilling right here next to me, sleeping on the bed. Yeah. He's got I, his I, own I, emotes and like three different discord servers I'm in now. So that's, that's a lot more than I have. I'm looking at a pin of your dog on my wall <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh yeah, that? that's right. I sent you a pin of him. Yeah. <laughs> I got a big pin collection over here, and uh, I, 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 who doesn't love a, a nice little uh, pupperoo over there? Didn't Haley do an amazing job with that portrait of him? Oh, that's who did it. It was that, uh, that's Haley, yeah. Previous guest of the show, Haley McLean, almost yeah. lawyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She did a painting of him, and when she sent it over, she sent a little bag full of buttons of him too. Oh my gosh, she is just uh, wonderfully talented. I love that. Yeah, it's great. See, now I'm learning things. What kind of show is this? <laughs> uh, also, I don't I think know that... that I can be on an educational podcast, Bob. Let's... Cut the stream. Cut the stream. Was that in the EULA? You have to tell me if that was in the EULA. <laughs> Legally, I don't. Uh, I clicked accept too soon. <laughs> uh, question number three. Steak, chicken, or fish? That's not a fair question like if you just get rid of the or like throw some commas in maybe an and 
we can even have an Oxford comma in there, but or? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, most of the time it's probably going to be chicken because it's so versatile, it's economical, and I don't have to feel as guilty about my impact and like wiping tuna off the face of the earth or <laughs> contributing to greenhouse gases from cow farts. Of course. But that all being said, steak is amazing. Seafood is amazing. Yeah. And surf and turf is just like the greatest precursor to any meal. Like if anyone says surf and turf, I don't care if it's going to be like, you know, steak and lobster or like a burger and cod. Like it's just always amazing. Um, Burger and cod is the name of my ska band, actually. So uh, <laughs> I have all their albums. <laughs> it's, it's it's. I mean, surf and turf is about as good as it gets, quite frankly. Oh, it uh, really is. You know, what, we're I mean, gonna you, go yeah. fish. I think not because I think it's inherently better. I think there's a lot of reasons for me not to go with fish because I'm very. Uh, not landlocked i'm surrounded by lakes but i'm ocean locked like i I live in minnesota so i don't get fresh seafood really um but fresh fish out of the lake in minnesota is pretty damn good like you catch some fresh walleye or perch and fry them the same day you caught them it is amazing so i'm I'm gonna go that that route I, I, that's tough to argue against. I mean, as being an East Coast boy and a, a lovely New Jerseyan here, uh, oh, you're just it, spoiled with seafood. Oh, it's it's everywhere, and it's pardon so me as I go get my five dollar lobster or whatever. <laughs> well, that that that's Maine. I have been up to Maine, and they they give you a lobster when you cross the border. Like it is just <laughs> dirt cheap. Like literally, I think at one point it, I saw a place that was it was on sale for like two bucks a pound or 2.99 a pound like it was unbelievably cheap but i don't even know how much lobster is here probably 30 dollars a pound frozen <laughs> or something i don't even think that's an unrealistic guess honestly i, yeah. I have no idea i've not bought lobster here oh yeah i believe it uh question number four best gift you've ever gotten Ooh, well, frozen lobster <sighs> with a price tag and an invoice uh <laughs> no no you know if we're going best gift we got to go with like what gave you the best gift feeling because i mean there's like objectively better gifts that i've gotten in terms of how useful they were or whatever but let's go back to 1996 bob it's christmas <laughs> okay there is a paper grocery bag under the tree that has been duct taped shut Ooh. because my great uncle did not give a damn about wrapping presents <laughs> and i okay. did not give a damn that he did not wrap it because inside of that paper bag was my first brand new council do you know what council i got on christmas of 1996 bob well 1996 it must have been either ps1 or n64 i would imagine it was an n64 with oh. super mario 64 uh, that's oh funny. my god ripping that generic brown paper bag i don't know it might have been cover festival or whatever but <laughs> oh that was just amazing like i still remember being ecstatic about that yeah 
Yeah. So I had I had a Game Boy before that, a couple years before. That was when I first really got into games. So I got a Game Boy and Link's Awakening. Those were that was my first game. Oh, I got that's a good super one. into Nintendo specifically at that point. I eventually did get a PlayStation. Went down that route. Now I just I have a problem. Frankly, it's a problem. <laughs> but at the time, I was very into Nintendo. And I then I got a used Super Nintendo the year after my Game Boy, and that's just all I wanted to do was fantasize about what the next Nintendo console was going to be. And sure enough, I managed to get from my great uncle a Nintendo 64 when it came out. And it was the only time I've ever gotten a system when it came out up until this go around, actually. Wow. So just very strongly stuck in my brain as just an amazing gift. Yeah, it is. I mean, and coming with the perfect, arguably the perfect, you know, game to go with it. Like, how could you blow a kid's mind more than giving a Mario 64? You just just see the box with Mario flying around on it. Like, yeah, I want to do that. And you find out that's not really like a good part of the game. But (laughs) oh, it just seemed so cool at the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a great one. Those consoles, man, they they're just like they stick in people's heads uh question number five best gift you've ever given oh well that's terrible uh i mean i've got a very recent story about a gift i thought was going to be good and failed at oh uh, <laughs> does that count is that my failure. best gift yeah. i mean oh, i've got it in spades for you buddy <laughs> let me go grab my shovel uh we did a secret santa at work mm-hmm and every Sunday, well, up until recently, <clears throat> every Sunday I worked with this guy who we don't share a lot of interests, but we get along really well. And I ended up yep. getting him for uh, Secret Santa. And I started talking to him about sports a little more because he's very much into sports and I don't care or know anything about them. Um, specifically, he's super into baseball. He used to play baseball and softball a lot. So I started talking to him more about like what teams he likes, players he likes, and I come to find out he collects baseball cards and started kind of prying, like, you know, what kind of baseball cards are you most proud of in your collection and whatnot. Um, so I ended up figuring out uh, exactly what card I was going to get him for the Secret Santa, and I went on eBay and found like a certificate of authenticity the certificate of authenticity included signed whatever baseball card that was like the exact limit of what our budget that we had set aside for this uh, secret Santa gift exchange was. Oh, wow. And I ordered it for him thinking, Oh yeah, this is going to be great. Uh, it just arrived in the mail yesterday. <laughs> oh, uh, it is, it is no longer December for context uh, no. yeah, or 2020. For- uh <laughs> pretty much so, the end of january more or less yeah and i still haven't given it to him because i only work with him on sundays so i will be giving the best late not very good anymore because it's a month late <laughs> gift ever this sunday it was a secret president's day uh sale uh event right where you were giving uh gifts for for that uh, wonderful <laughs> holiday coming up I'm actually surprised and pleased at this point that it even showed up because like, it, it was supposed to show up, I think, December 14th or something. Wow. So just, a, after January rolled over, I just figured, yeah, it's just never going to happen. And I, I'll have to just go apologize to him. He he knows that he has a gift coming because I uh, told another coworker to let him know, like, 
it's coming just belch on it like (laughs) right without him knowing that it's me just gotcha yeah we'll see how that goes it might be crap he's like this one's fake (laughs) idiot (laughs) it's just like a a literal piece of bubble gum inside of a plastic shell just here you go I, i mean maybe i don't know like i've i don't know anything about baseball card collecting i know that the the seller was well reviewed and it's got a certificate of authenticity from i think it was sports illustrated or some something that sounded like i would have seen it on a shelf at one point well gosh darn it that's good enough for me that's i think it holds up uh question six what did you want to do for a living when you were a kid uh just inherit money from a trust fund no, That's I didn't correct. know that was an option, yeah. but um, <laughs> I've know, wanted like... to retire since I was 11 years old. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, that's the dream, right? Isn't that really yeah. the American dream? They're like, oh, you can have a family and get a job and work hard. And no, you just I don't want to like do anything um, constructive or laborious. Um, I, I think I went through like all the stereotypical ones, like oh, I'll be some sort of public servant with a uniform or uh, an astronaut. That one kind of stuck a little while, not necessarily specifically the the astronaut, but I wanted to be involved with space or science. Actually, maybe Ooh. like um, could man scientist have been like a career choice that I admired as a kid? Because I was sure. really into the idea of that. Like uh, I, I really got into the show Dexter's Laboratory as a kid. That was a great show. Yeah, and I was just, like, obsessed over the idea of, like, when I grow up, I'm going to have a laboratory in my house and make, I don't know, explosions and octopus arms uh, or whatever. <laughs> whatever scientists actually do. Yeah, Bunsen burners and beakers with mil- multicolored liquids inside. Like, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah mixing yeah, them together the furiously, but very accurately. <laughs> it does sound entertaining. The more you talk about it, I might... <laughs> see if there's any glass door openings for mad scientist yeah so uh, yeah final answer mad scientist was my childhood um occupational dream i like it uh question seven what's the largest animal you can beat in a fight does it have to be on their terms or like a fair fight i mean relatively neutral i would say because I think I could take a blue whale. You just like toss that thing in my backyard. I walk up and punch <laughs> it. Done. Um, if we're like fighting in its habitat, I mean, eh, probably a blue whale. I mean, it could eat me and then uh, just it, die of coronary issues from whatever poor diet I have. They're, are they carnivorous? Or do they just eat plankton filter feeding type stuff? Uh, yeah, I, I think nothing it's about baleen or something, right? <laughs> Well, well, nothing about to, anything it's going to be the recurring theme that, here uh, according to that documentary pinocchio i think they can swallow things pretty well uh from what i've seen but hey what do i know i'm no mad scientist <laughs> yeah otherwise i mean i don't know like i could probably take a hamster if i could hit it <laughs> the hamster I'm... jukes you and wins on a technicality well yeah i feel like because uh, they're small and like darty and like i'd try to punch it hit the concrete break my hand fall over it bites my jugular it's all over um <laughs> yeah i'm going with beached blue whale or uh cardiac arrest from consuming me <laughs> judges will we, yeah, judges allow it yeah let's go with <laughs> excellent that. all right uh question eight who's someone you look up to uh probably my great aunt going back to the story of like my great uncle giving me that n64 um Mm. he is no longer with us but 
my my great aunt is. She is a hundred years old at this point. Awesome. She turns a hundred and one in May, and wow. I admire the crap out of her. Um, yeah, I don't even know where to begin with with that one. Like, she she did a big part of raising me too, which is probably part of why I look up to her. She's effectively like the matriarch of my small family. Um, she was a World War II veteran. She was in the um, Marine Corps Women's Reserve. She was a school teacher. She was a social worker. Um, she was like the, I don't know exactly what capacity, but some managerial position within Girl Scouts of America for a while. Her, I don't know. Oh. She, she's got a hundred years of stories and they're all amazing. So <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go with her. She's She's someone I really look up to. Yeah, I, I would say that absolutely counts it sounds like she's had a uh a, a rich life they say very really? much so yeah just everything she talks about i mean th- there are times where you hear the story again and it maybe loses a little bit of its shimmer but like it, it's always just fascinating to to hear that it even happened because like you, you hear stories from someone in their 60s or something and it's fascinating but the time doesn't seem as distant as when you talk to someone who was born in the twenties, like this is her second pandemic effectively. I mean, she didn't live through that in the sense that she was aware of what was going on, but she's effectively born at the end of this flu pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe that was a little earlier, wasn't it? Either way, the the point being, it's just so far removed that it it just feels so alien to hear someone talking about like, you know, before televisions and microwaves existed, like, Oh, (laughs) Okay. It really does feel like another world uh, at at a certain point. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, question nine. What's the first album you bought with your own money? Mm. See, so the with my own money part makes it hard to remember exactly. I can mm. tell you what the first albums I acquired were because I bought them both the same day, but I, I don't think it was my money. Maybe it was an allowance deal, but I got... Um, Simpsons Sing the Blues, and I don't know the name of the album, but an Eiffel 65 album that had that blue song on it, because that was Uh, catchy at the time. Those were were the first albums I got. I think, honestly, probably the first one I bought with my own money wasn't until, like, junior high. Uh, Because that's when I was kind of getting into the, like, oh, I'm an evil, dark goth, and I hate my parents, and everything is black and evil phase. Mm. Um but I didn't know any of the music aspect of that. And I knew that a lot of the kids that were also into the, I'm black and evil and everything I paint is black. <laughs> uh, they were going to a cradle of filth concert and I didn't uh... know anything about them, but I wanted to be one of the cool evil kids with the black fingernails and the trench coats. So I went and bought uh, a cradle of filth. Like it wasn't a greatest hits, but some equivalent thereof. And I think that was the first one I know for sure I bought with my own money. Okay, but I don't. I love, I love the yeah. spectrum of of genres here uh, for, between uh, blue Abudi Abudai, <laughs> Cradle <laughs> of Filth, and the Simpsons uh, record. And that uh, was a big album for me too, but was, not for like the reasons huge. you would think, because. I don't really like Cradle of Filth that much. I mean, some of the music's okay, but what really broadened my spectrum or maybe narrowed it, I don't know, shoved me into metal anyway, that like mm. greatest hitsy type album of theirs I bought had a cover of it on it of Hallowed Be Thy Name from Iron Maiden. 
and I loved the song and I didn't know it was a cover at the time. So I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Why is the rest of this album so shitty compared to this? They can write <laughs> this and they're making this other like gothy crap. I don't know. And then I found out it was Iron Maiden and I heard the original version from Iron Maiden. I'm like, oh God, this is one of the best bands I've ever heard. And I went down this whole metal hole that I never really came back out of. Wow. So- Thank you, Cradle of Filth, for, <laughs> for teaching youth across America. What they for really what it's worth, it is a good cover. I, I'm not big on the Danny Filth's shrieking, whatever voice, but like musically, yeah. it, it was great and it worked. I mean, it really got me into it. Right, that's what counts. I love it. Uh, question ten: What's your go-to karaoke song? <laughs> I've only done karaoke like maybe twice and I barely remember it. So that's a good sign. I know that, that we means did you uh, did it right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were like 10 of us that did uh Africa by Toto at the mm. same time. None of us knew the lyrics and there was a lot of mumbling, but man, that refrain was loud, crisp and clear. That's all uh, you need to hit. You... <laughs> if... That's yeah. I feel the like the songs pleasing. that I'd want to sing probably aren't like available for karaoke. I don't really know what the limitations on it even are. Like a lot of the stuff I'd want to sing are like from like Nightmare Before Christmas. I really love the soundtrack to that. I'd sing like Jack's Lament or something if I could, I guess. Oh, I think you'd be surprised. Some of those places have a, you know, a bigger binder of songs than you would think. But uh maybe when the world opens back up, <laughs> we'll <laughs> do a big karaoke night somewhere. <laughs> in the uh, aftertimes. Ooh. Uh question eleven. Last song you listened to. Uh oh, we can find out here quick. Um, do, 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 do. Question that's somehow not sponsored by Spotify, even though <laughs> it clearly should be. Uh let's see, pulling up my Zoom here, it looks like I've got uh <laughs> dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got as plague of flowers of the kaleidoscope. By Neo, I don't know how to pronounce this honestly. Neo Bliviscaris, Australian progressive metal band that uh, frankly blew my mind when I saw them, and I had never heard of them before. I don't know that they're particularly well known. They were an opening band to another uh, concert that I saw, I don't know, two or three years ago at this point. It was amazing. Oh. I'd never heard of them. They come out on stage. It's like I, I'm terrible with all these like particularly metal subgenres of music because it's so freaking convoluted. Yeah, maybe yeah. like black and prog or something like that. But they've got two singers, one clean, one like the guttural metal vocal, and a violin, and then just your kind of general accoutrement of metal instruments and. It was amazing. Like, I felt like I was tripping balls for a half hour just staring at the stage, lost in the music. (laughs) It was amazing. And I immediately went to their booth afterward and bought their entire discography. spell the name i'll I'll try to include a little snippet of a song here Uh, no idea how to pronounce that at all (laughs) you know 
Neobliviscaris, Caris, Neobliv, uh, yeah, something Latin and cooler than I am. <laughs> oh, that. Okay, got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, you just type in uh, Australian metal that is cooler than Chris, and uh, that is the top result. <laughs> you just hit that "I'm feeling lucky" button. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> With a big like Ghostbusters cross out through your face. That's weird yeah. how they got that there. <laughs> well, they're thorough. Yeah, and they know what they're doing. Uh question number twelve. What's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from? Would it be lazy to just say Noble of Ascaris again? <laughs> I mean uh, if it's true. It's... I mean I'd certainly like to, but I don't know if it's the number one I'd like to. Are we including like uh things that aren't possible like you know i'd like to hear from this artist but they're dead type of yeah. thing or, if you okay. want a new beatles song to come out like 100 percent, yeah i want okay. a frank zappa album i want a frank zappa Ooh. album to come out in like the the post trump era i want to see what kind of <laughs> just nonsensical shit show he would make out of this or oh, i don't know maybe God. it's maybe it'd be like like how the onion is just news at this point maybe it wouldn't even matter People wouldn't realize that it's a parody anymore because it's just like <laughs> the world has gone mad. But yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I would like more Frank Zappa. Like, uh, I mean, he was before my time, but man, he was a musical genius. That dude. Yeah. Oh, I, that's yeah. a great answer. I love that. Uh, let's see. Question 13. What's a song that brings the most emotion out of you? Hmm. Mm-hmm. this i've got some like cheesy answers i guess like it's not even i don't even think it's really that good of a song but uh there was a duet would you call it a duet i don't know christopher lee sang with rhapsody for a song that i think was about like wizards and dragons or some corny shit but it was it was just great. Like when the chorus kicked in and like Christopher Lee's like super deep voice singing with this really high vocal power metal singer. Huh. I, I don't know. It just hit me in the feels. Wow. Even though the lyrics Lee, are like, probably nonsense. <laughs> Christopher Lee, like, like the actor, right? Yeah. Like, the actor, like the absolute badass Saruman was like a yeah. world war two kill the Nazis guy. Like Christopher Lee's an amazing human being. Count I think he passed at this point, unfortunately. Yeah, he's yeah Count Dooku. Yeah. <laughs> amazing dude. Like, uh, he he sang with them for at least the one song. I don't know if he's done anything else, but it was something about wizards, I think. Um, oh. He also had a, uh, at least one, Christmas metal album. Which... Christopher Lee is all right. I'm learning oh. here. <laughs> Christopher Lee's amazing. He's He's cooler than I even gave him credit for. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Christopher Lee Rhapsody song was. <laughs> totally counts. 
Uh, 14, what's your favorite music video? I don't really watch too many music videos. Like, I mean, I did back when MTV had them. I don't think they do mm. anymore or are dead to me. I, I don't know. Maybe like uh, the Winona's Big Brown Breaver from Primus is pretty funny with the giant robe or um, the rubber cowboy suits. That one's pretty mm. good. Oh, you know what? No, I do know a recent one that I really liked a lot. Um, Devin Townsend's uh, Townsend. Yeah. Uh, his song Why has a really good animated music video that I liked a lot. And the music is really out there too. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with him or not, but uh, he was the singer yeah. of Strapping Young Lad, was probably what he's best known for. Um, really Ooh. heavy metal guy. Um, has definitely broadened his horizons into some pretty weird stuff. And this song is very unusual. But uh, I like it a lot, and the music video is great. <laughs> I very much yeah. recommend checking it out. Wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Question 15. You've got a million dollars, but you have to donate it all to charity. What charity is it going to? No. No. Um, I don't believe in philanthropy, Bob. <laughs> You're just going to run off with it? You're going to steal our check? As is as is evident by the fact that I'm here uh, under the pretenses I am, uh, there will be no philanthropy on this show. Oh boy! I'm from hence henceforth a libertarian, and everyone dying with cancer needs to pick up their bootstraps or whatever nonsense we believe. Oh, yeah, that's the one. Uh, Sixteen. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I can't leave it at that. Like, there's got to be like a good answer. I've just honestly never been in like a great philanthropic position in my life. Like, I, I've yeah. got one more year of uh, school to go here. I went back to school recently. Um, nice. But I mean, extra life is a great one. If we're gonna just talk about how this all happened, I do love sure extra did. life. It's one of my favorite things every year. Um, otherwise, if I had a million dollars to throw around, frankly, I'd need to do some more research into to what I feel like it would need to go to, but maybe something like the ACLU or something along those lines. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I think those are both good ones. Uh, or just running away with the check. All viable options. Yeah, just burn it because I'm a libertarian and you can <laughs> die poor of cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, the, that's on their buttons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, actually their their slogan. <laughs> uh, question sixteen: Favorite holiday? Oh, Halloween! Like not even close. Ooh. It's just always been Halloween. Well, I can't say it's always been Halloween. That's that's a filthy lie. Man, I loved getting presents as a kid. But uh, ever since the the majesty of presents waned, particularly in like the teenage years, Halloween was. Oh, just amazing. Like, not only do you get to dress up and everyone's crazy, I like the aesthetic of it. I, I like the, the fact that you're getting just untold amounts of candy, uh, yeah. I'm rotting my teeth out, becoming diabetic and hating myself on the floor with a pillowcase full of candy. It's just fantastic. And even as an adult where I don't get to go around doing that because it's creepy, um, I, I like just setting up like the house for it and greeting people and throwing candy at them and whatnot. This year was kind of a bummer for that because nobody yeah. really came for very understandable reasons. But yeah, it was neat to see the workarounds people were making where you'd have like the little candy launchers with like a 10 foot tube. You'd shoot candy at kids and. Yeah, I was seeing a little bit of those online or, or like they would do some sort of. You know, like, oh, their lawn is covered with little sticks with bindles of candy on it. And people are just like, you know, 
go and help themselves or is that there were there, everyone was coming up with a unique uh alternative obviously right. this year so the spirit lives on but yeah i think but, that's yeah, a great halloween one. i love halloween yeah that's a, and it's in the fall which i don't know if this is true for everyone everywhere else but it's objectively the best season in minnesota just objectively like i mean summer's cool there's the lakes are warm you can go swimming and whatnot but most of the time it's sweltering hot very humid and you want to die and then there's winter where there's 15 feet of snow the air hurts your face and you want to die and then the transitional (laughs) period between winter and summer is just a wet muddy mess where all of that 15 feet of snow is melting so yeah fall is just the best tough to argue tough to argue uh, 17, what's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop? Yeah, just black coffee, honestly. Like, uh, whether it's hot or cold is going to depend on whether it's hot or cold outside. But, mm. like, uh, just a strong cold brew or something or uh, black coffee with an extra shot in it if I really need the caffeine. But I, I don't really care too much for, like, sweetened, fancy coffee. I will drink a mocha every now and then, but I feel like I'm drinking that more as, like, a dessert than I am a coffee. Mmm. Yeah, true. Like, that's yeah. like, I, I'm going to go have a sundae, or I'm going to go have a mocha. It's, it's <laughs> It just feels more along those lines than, like, I am tired and I need to go grind my soul into capitalism, so I need coffee to do this. <laughs> i like that yeah because it's it really is it's like i could either have a, a small soft serve vanilla or a mocha from my local coffee place yeah. they both will probably get the about the same job done right yeah uh question 18 spell the word gray okay well there's a very important question for this then um mm-hmm. what country are we in bob uh what country are you in this is America, Bob. That is correct. And America starts with an A, which is Last in I the checked. word gray. G-R-A-Y. None of that Ooh. English G-R-E-Y nonsense. This is America, where we spell it with an A from America. Ooh, sternly Team A. Okay, okay. Where we let you die from a preventable disease. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, I shed a tear on that one. Uh, question 19. What's your prized possession? Mm. Uh, maybe the computer I built, which is a stupid answer, but I am pretty proud of it. I did, I did the, mm. uh, the custom water cooling tubing for it. It's all hard tubed. And then I painted yeah. the case with like automotive paint. It's got sparkles in it and a big, like uh, light reflective NASA logo on it. I, I went full NASA themed on it, so maybe that thing because that I felt pretty good about. Or oh no, um, nope. Scratch all that. Edit that out. That's a. Uh, <laughs> oh, I have boy. a drumstick that uh, isn't as prominent in my day to day use, so I guess it didn't occur to me. But I have a drumstick from an Iron Maiden concert a few years ago. Whoa! Of Nico's that I caught. So that you actually caught? You didn't like buy it on eBay? Yeah, no, 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 no. no. I caught it. And uh, the craziest thing about this thing to me, other than I have it, uh, all of the marks from I don't know. There's probably a term for that. The marks from hitting the side of your I don't know things about instruments. <laughs> It's it's Drum upside kit. down. Yeah. 
I don't know if he just does it with one hand or he plays them both upside down, but like all of the marks in this thing are on like what I would consider the handle of it. Interesting. Huh. Maybe after a certain point with drumsticks, it like it just kind of doesn't matter what side you hit it on. Like, I, I don't think know. it would. I mean, like you've got a really small end on one side and a big heavy handle. Like, I don't know if maybe he was using that for cymbals to get a bigger noise or again, I don't know anything about mm. music. I mean, <laughs> That's the big asterisk at the bottom of all this. We just don't know. Or maybe just... he was high and didn't notice. Like, I'm not here to judge him. I mean, it's yeah. great music. <laughs> maybe he flipped it in the air and just caught it by that end and just decided to roll with yeah, it. It's just so good. He just doesn't give a shit. Just, yeah, give me some whatevers. I'll hit stuff with things and it'll sound great. They gave him two rotisserie chicken drumsticks and he just went to town with them. Yeah, did. It didn't matter. Yeah, that was how they made Hollow Be Thy Name. <laughs> Tying it all back. <laughs> That's a great. That is that's a super cool one. Um, yeah. Not that stupid computer. Oh, that thing is so uh, dumb. I hate saying like, <laughs> like, uh, oh, I built a computer. Like, well, you assembled a computer, really. I mean, I feel Still like I impressive. get to say I built it on the premise that I made the cooling tubes for it yeah. and I painted the chassis. But like, even the tubes that I made are going into like machine fittings I bought from some Polish company. So I, I don't know. I assembled it. It still counts. I'm telling you. <laughs> I couldn't do it, so. Not with that attitude. <laughs> exactly. Uh, question 20. Are you competitive? Mm, not for the most part. Like, I, I'm not into sports, and I don't play, like, competitive games for the most part, but I think when when the situation arises where I feel like I could be competitive, I tend to get a little more like if I'm doing like a trivia game or something and it's a topic I actually know about, it's like, oh, this is my chance to not be the non-athletic, can't-play-Call-of-Duty idiot. Uh, I can excel at something. <laughs> but eh, no, I'm not competitive. I just wish I was. I want to be good you... enough at something to be competitive. Interesting. <laughs> okay. I like that angle on it. Yeah. <laughs> I just uh, can't question... live with the disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, question 21. Do you consider golf a sport? No, absolutely not. Not only is it not a sport, but when the proletariat rises, we will build the guillotines on the golf courses and stain them red. That is that's exactly what I have written down here. That's great. Uh, question 22. Have you ever played any sports? Uh, not well. I mean, <laughs> I'm tall. So like I was forced to play basketball, essentially. I mean, by the end of high school, I think I was I was probably six one or six two by the end of high school. Mm. Um, six, I don't know, three or four now. I, I don't care. I'm tall enough to ride all the coasters. What does it matter? Yeah. After like but, um, 11th grade height really stops mattering a whole yeah. lot. turns out. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't really do anything intensely with sports. I was in Taekwondo for a while as a kid, Ooh. which I guess is kind of a sport. Um, I mean, it is, it's just not, it's not what I'm going to typically think about when I think of sports, but yeah. I guess I wouldn't typically think of like curling as a sport and it's in the Olympics and I'm fascinated by it. Curling rules. Maybe I that could be the athletic curling. I could get into. Could I be like an uh, Olympic broom guy? What's, what are they called? The guy that just like sweeps the ice. I think the I could sweepers. do that. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. I could be a I... competitive sweeper. <laughs> I went up to Toronto a couple uh, summers ago at this point. And uh, I called around 
to be like, are there curling centers that we can do like a kind of fantasy camp <laughs> and learn curling and, and do this and that? And they go, oh, we have plenty of them, but it's summer. So no, they're all closed. <laughs> we require ice. And I said, that's an excellent point. One I did not think about. Uh <laughs> So uh, that dream is uh, left for another day. There's got to be like a curling Wii game or something, isn't there? Just in the (laughs) Canadian region alone? or Someone had to have made that. Yeah, probably. Uh, One of these days. One of these days. But would you just throw the big rocky thing, or would you like shake the Wiimote to sweep? (laughs) Ran out of air. A little bit of both. You got to breathe to stay alive. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. As we all do. (laughs) There we go. That's Not good. dead for a few more minutes. That's good breathing Foley work. That's pretty mm. good. Yeah, uh, on the internet. <laughs> 23 favorite sport to watch. I, I don't care, Bob. I, I don't know. Actually, maybe hockey. Like hockey's action-y enough that I could watch that. And, yeah. Um, uh, well, are, are we saying like just exclusively watching or like going to a sporting event? Cause I do have a different answer there. I, I think those are two distinct things. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. If I'm just watching it, it'd probably be hockey. Cause otherwise like little league baseball or not little league. Um, but uh, the one that has adults that like isn't minor major. league, minor league. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh St. <laughs> Paul saints here. Like I've had a lot of fun going to those games and I have no idea what is going on or who won at any point, but I've had fun the handful of times that I've gone to minor league games. Yeah. I got one of them around, uh, around here too. And it is a fun couple of hours to spend with your buddies having beers and overpriced hot dogs, uh, yeah. getting some sun and uh, watching a game that you can care less about. So yeah, I have no idea who they played. Like, I know that everyone that I've been to is the St. Saint Paul Saints because I've always gone to them in St. Paul. Mm, uh, no yeah. idea who they played against, how it went. I had a good time. That's what matters. <laughs> uh, question 24, theme parks? Uh, mixed bag. I, I want to inequivocally scream yes from the mountaintops. However... Go, going back to the, I'm like six foot three or four, some big thing that it, it I, I don't fit in most of the rides I want to fit in, like gotcha. at least not comfortably. I mean, I'm, I'm 250, 60 ish pounds kind of fluctuate around there. And every mm-hmm. ride that I want to ride is painful when they strap you in. Yeah. Um, like I love going to like Valley Fair, which is our i don't know probably budget six flags i've never been to a real six flags but uh i love the roller coasters and uh my crotch really hurts afterward because i do not fit in those things when they like just ram you under this bar and your legs are flattened and your knees are smashed up against the next one they just need to make a roller coaster that fits me and then the answer is absolutely yes uh theme parks are the best thing ever and probably the thing that i miss about being child-sized the most wow okay i i I like that caveat a yes with a just make them a little bit taller yeah, like if I can fit my leg in it without folding it in thirds, then yeah, absolutely. That's great. 
Yeah. So I love roller coasters and any any like fast thing. I think that's what really got me into cars initially too is just the mm. feeling of being like thrown into a corner with all the the added g forces that you don't normally experience being a normal slow boring human. Yeah. That's very very cool. Uh question 25 dubbed the Ron Bennington after famous uh, after famous radio personality. You're standing in a wrestling ring. And a wave of nine-year-olds, a random mix of boys and girls, are coming down to the ring to fight you. How many nine-year-olds can you beat in this fight? Oh, they'll probably all die from eating me too, right? It's just another <laughs> blue whale scenario. <laughs> this is, yep, all the nine-year-olds will come with their <laughs> baleen showing. and <laughs> Yeah, I assume yep. they're cannibalistic nine-year-olds. Um, Most are. I don't know. <laughs> Why am I fighting nine-year-olds, Bob? You I signed the paperwork. I don't know. You fuck was that in the Eula too? It's all in there, baby. This Eula is some <laughs> bullshit, Bob. I don't know. Let's let's say ten. Ten's a good number. Ten seems about right. Yeah. Wait, am I am uh, I just beating them like in the like you're pinned to the ground, say uncle, or am I like just murdering a bunch of children? I believe I've said before uh, a victory is determined by KO or judge's decision. So uh. you. <laughs> Let's just stick with 10. I don't want to go okay. down this rabbit hole. Fair. It's not okay. <laughs> uh, 26. What's a game you know you can win? Mm, uh, tic-tac-toe if I get to go first. Oh, you're one of those with, like, strategy. You don't just take a corner because it looks fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I just memorized the way that you can always win tic-tac-toe if you go first. Um, yeah. that's That's it. I'm bad at everything else. (laughs) No, it's not really competitive anymore. Or I don't know if it ever was. And it was all in my head, but there was the point where uh, like DDR machines were still in arcades and arcades existed and we weren't uh, locked inside in a plague ridden hellscape. Vaguely Uh, remember those times. Yeah. Yeah. I was really good at that for a while. And maybe someone that was actually good just never came around to kick my ass. But uh, I'm pretty sure I was really good at DDR. Wow. That's impressive. That's downright impressive because those machines, uh, I like making a fool out of myself playing one of those, but (laughs) uh, I am not anywhere near getting any song completed properly. So uh, that's uh, that's a skill for sure. (laughs) Uh, 27, what topic can you discuss the most? Uh, uh, it's probably video games. I mean, depends on the person I'm talking to, I guess. But if we're going exclusively off of my knowledge, it's probably video games. I've had some pretty long-winded, like, political discussions, but, um... I don't know that I have the depth of knowledge of that as I do with uh, video games, just because I've been so immersed in it my entire life. Whereas politics, I've only cared about for down twenty years as opposed to thirty-two. Thirty-two. Gotcha. How old am I? I was born in eighty-eight. How old am I? Thirty-two. I'm that's how old I am, and I'm okay. born in the same year. <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'll call you when I don't remember how old I am from now on, <laughs> Bob. Bob, how old are we? <laughs> it's just like three in the morning. I just answered the phone. Thirty-two, <laughs> Chris. You gotta, you gotta cut this out, man. <laughs> you can get this over text. I'm just gonna write your reference down on uh, every legal form that I have from now on that asks for my age. 
See, I, I my my family does not have a good uh, record of this because my mom forgot a year, and for about thirty years she was one year off. Oh, like and... forgot that she aged a year. Didn't like. Cur- yeah, forget the existence of an entire year, just like yeah. on a desert island. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not discounting what she did. I don't know, but <laughs> uh, yeah, basically, like I don't know, maybe ten years ago or so, she was at like a, a barbecue with with her brother, my uncle, and uh, they were talking, and you know, the conversation was whatever it was about. It was just you know, oh, remember this, remember that, those kind of reminiscing talks, and they were like, oh yeah, it's so weird that we're four years apart. And she was like, no, we're three. And he goes, no. <laughs> and she goes, wait a minute, that would mean. And she's like doing the math in her head. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm one year older than I thought I was. And everyone Ew. in the room just like starts busting out laughing like, ah, yes, yes, you are. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So I wouldn't be shocked if that happened to me eventually. I'm just going to. No, I'm keep... looking forward to it where I decide that I'm like 24 again or something. <laughs> But I'm gonna do like the that that Sex in the City thing. Like I'm 29, <laughs> I'm perpetually 29 because I don't know Samantha or something. I didn't watch that show. Oh, that sounds um, right. We're 29, Bob. <laughs> there you go. Uh, 28. Question. No, no, 29. That is question. <laughs> we can skip one, but uh, favorite place you visited? Um. I don't know why I'm even pretending to think that much about this. The Johnson Space Center. Absolutely. I got to spend a week Ooh. down there and it blew my mind and changed my life. Changed your life. Very yeah, that that really uh entrenched me doubling down on going for engineering. Um I got to go for a week as part of this uh community college scholarship program that they had. Mm-hmm. called NCAS. You, you like you you write them an essay and then they pick people that wrote the essays to put you in an online class. You take the online class and then they take people from that and actually fly you down to whichever space center at the time happens to be doing it. Mine was at Johnson. And uh you get paired off in groups and we ended up doing like a robotics uh challenge where we had to make a rover to complete certain tasks and got put into a competition for it and paired up with uh we had a mentor from nasa it was was amazing like totally rocked my world i got to see so many cool things when i was down there like the uh, the neutral buoyancy lab is i don't know if this is still true at this point but it was at least at some point the largest swimming pool or like man-made water pool in the world it's some like 90 million gallons or something like that they'll have like one-to-one rec- remakes of uh sections of the international space station submerged in water to simulate spacewalks it's just wow. mind-blowing to see this stuff in person that yeah i could see why something like that would be life-changing that sounds uh astonishing to watch oh it was so cool wow very cool uh 29 a nice come down from that one what's your catchphrase fuck actually that might be it sighing fuck (laughs) dot 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 (laughs) yep yeah we're going with fuck i like it uh 30 what's the best costume or cosplay you've ever worn 
I did the same, like, boring, terrible costume for most of my childhood, which is really funny, as Halloween was my favorite. It was always yeah. some, like, flowy black, um, like, you'd take, like, the, the Scream outfit, but not wear the mask and put some other creepy shit on. Um, Generic kind of Grim Reaper-ish type. Yeah, I just liked yeah. flowing black fabric, which I guess is probably what got me into the kids that like Cradle of Filth scene. I'll uh, do it, yeah. <laughs> Best one, though, I did get into cosplay for a short bit. Uh, I made an Inuyasha costume that the costume itself sucked, but I was really proud of the sword that I made. I made a I made it out of wood. I actually got it to like a pretty impressively sharp edge for being made out of wood and uh, painted it and shellacked it and polished it until it kind of looked sort of like metal and leather wrapped the handle. And I was really proud of that sword. So one specific piece of an otherwise not great costume I made is probably my best costume. Absolutely counts. (laughs) That sounds very cool. Uh, 31. Have you ever had anything named after you? I hope not. I mean, probably, but I'm sure not for, like, good reasons. Oh, this dude really faded it up in here. Some shit. I don't know. We can't all have hot dogs, Bob. Some of us are just disappointments. Hey, the Buell the dog is pretty good. And if you notice, I have this question specifically here, so I can sneak that into conversation as oh, much yeah. as I possibly Yeah, I'm can. here to help you out. Bring it up for you. <laughs> delicious let me tell you about this hot dog i got it named after me bob it's called the buell it's at a bar i used to work at in new jersey (laughs) did we work in new jersey how old are we bob that's the one uh we are what question am i at 32 oh perfect Uh, (laughs) what a transition spotify if you're not paying for this kind of content i don't know what you're missing out on Uh, zoom (laughs) there's no way they're in business There's I mean, no it's Microsoft, shit. isn't it? Microsoft's you. Well, I don't know if they like broke off or whatever, but the Zune division is just like <laughs> a, a a shack in the woods somewhere now. Uh, they work for Hideo Kojima, <laughs> I assume. They broke Zune. off of Microsoft. He broke off from Konami. It's just it's perfect. He yeah. actually has a music service coming out next month. It's gonna blow your world. Blow your I world? Would... That's not a phrase. <laughs> that now that sounds like a good Saturday night. Uh, park. <laughs> uh, what is the hobby you've dedicated the most time to has anyone not said gaming for this <sighs> probably Pro- let me think confident probably <laughs> bob's new catchphrase probably like 16 a's and 14 b's probably uh yeah i I think we had on at least one or two like actors or comedians who probably aren't super into video games and i don't think they had those uh i don't i don't think they would have had an answer of gaming but 95 percent of everyone else that's it's video games everyone else answered correctly all right (laughs) yes it's gaming it's gaming bob (laughs) <laughs> after that n64 it was all downhill oh man uh, uh 33 who's a celebrity you've had a crush on uh man i don't consume much media so i'm bad at celebrities and popular people mm. uh i wish i was like 
the cool edgy guys like i'm too cool to watch movies or no, I, I just i'm just a loser <laughs> uh you know i did have a little bit of a thing for um what's her name uh winona Ryder from uh oh yeah well, she, she was in was she was a beetlejuice and um was it beetlejuice oh yeah i think okay yeah so beetlejuice and uh edward scissorhands yep yeah, we're going to go with that because it's a celebrity name I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a wonderful one. Winona Ryder, known fan, probably listening here. Yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, hi, Winona. <laughs> I'm Bob's <laughs> age. <laughs> what number is that? What age is that? Who knows? 29. Uh, <laughs> having a martini. I'm 29. That's or 29, my, Bob. That's my closest Sex in the City impression. Don't worry. I'll call you at 3 in the morning to remind you. <laughs> Just like you asked, I think. In a cold sweat. Uh, 34. What's the strangest job you've had? Uh, I don't know that I've had any strange jobs. I mean, my first job was fast food. That's pretty typical. I went from mm. that to like lawn care because it paid a substantial amount better. True. Uh, and then I was a butcher and a fishmonger and became oh. a mechanic and that's everything I've done. So I don't know that anything's that weird. I guess, um, selling fish in Minnesota is a little weird considering it was predominantly oceanic fish. Yeah. That's still pretty cool though. I, I always like the idea of, I've, I've, I've thought about becoming a butcher once or twice just cause I don't know, I like meat. <laughs> I really liked cutting meat for the display it, case. Like it looks some, satisfying, right? It, it's got something be. about cutting them all exactly the same thickness. So when you lay them all on that little tray, that they're all just—it just looks like everything went through this perfect machine. I just love like, that. I mean, it like took it, me forever to get folding to that point, out a deck of cards. Like it just kind of so satisfying. Uh, yeah, it's gotta be. Or running uh, like uh, like bone in pork through a through the bandsaw and getting that perfect every time mm. just it's so satisfying to just watch one inch or two inch or whatever you're cutting to it's just slabs of meat coming out it it's it's great oh fish smell though i don't mind i'm just saying i i, I... Ooh, clean that fish case out and you will i mean i love fish <laughs> but damn that thing is gross. Although I was really fun to clean it out with the with the hose part. I mean, the scrubbing and actually getting in there is gross. But when you're melting all the ice, you get that fun sensation of being a kid where you're you know spraying to try and strategically melt it or like peeing mm. your name in the snow. It's all the same thing. It, it, it scratches the exact same ish. <laughs> same thing with like a power washer. I, oh, I'll yeah. still like it's still the most satisfying thing to just like scrape down a driveway or something. Oh, oh. yeah, that's just visual ASMR. I don't know if that's like a category, but yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, VSMR. I don't know. I don't know what that actually stands for. So Vismer go coming that. to you next month on Zoom. <laughs> brought to you by Hideo Kojima. But Zoom, Zoom. Both. It's a Zoom on Zoom. It's a video call on a on an expired MP3 uh, notification. Uh, rejuvenated. Reju- <laughs> twenty twenty, the year of the Zoom. Mm. Uh, question twenty. Nope. Question thirty five. Book you'd recommend the world to read. See, I'm probably supposed to like 
say something that's like inspiring or meaningful or helpful, but I it's probably just like Legend of Dritzt or some D and D book that I really like because <laughs> I loved those books. I mean, if we were gonna go the the everyone should probably read this route, it, it might be um, the Demon Haunted World by Carl Sagan. That book is Ooh. excellent. It's really a foundational book for like scientific skepticism. But uh, Legend of Dritzt has like. Um, you know, dark elves and magic gelatinous and shit, so. cubes and stuff. Yeah, we're yeah. going Legend of Dritz. I don't remember the name of the first book or what the like, there was like a prequel trilogy that was super good. Um, it's been years since I've read them, but they were excellent. Take that, Sagan! <laughs> you got nothing on dark elves. Pale blue dot. What the hell? <laughs> you teach people through cosmos. I love Cosmos. I feel bad. That there's a really so good. There's a really good uh, YouTube video. At one point, uh, Dave Lang. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Uh, he, he's kind of a friend of like Giant Bomb. Uh, he he's a he worked on a bunch of old Midway games. He invented. I don't know if he invented or just worked on Dive Kick, that fighting game from a couple years ago. Did I just hear uh, an interview with him recently? I remember someone that worked at Midway being interviewed by someone somewhere. It might it might have been him. That's he's, not helpful. He's... I'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> uh he he's a very fascinating person. I'd actually love to have him on this show, but um uh at one point he did the voiceover for that entire like, you know, pale blue dot Carl Sagan speech, but just interjecting it with like little little uh cut-ins in the in between, like the world is a, a pale blue marble, you stupid idiot. And it's <laughs> uh if you if you look on youtube something along the lines of dave lang carl sagan blue dot like it'll come up and someone did like this typographic animation around it it's uh it, it's one of those things that's in my favorites on youtube that every couple of months i'll just watch and uh, crack a smile it's it's really really that really sounds good. excellent yeah uh 36 what's a movie that always makes you laugh uh, it's probably like one of the Monty Python movies or something stereotypical mm. like that. Is that even a stereotype? Eh, Those are... I, I mean, they're popular, certainly, but I, they're also, what, 50 years old at this point, 40 years old. So. Just like stupid British humor really does hit me, and I love yeah. it. Um, it's not a movie, but if you've ever seen the show Black Books, that's that's another one that really... It cracks me up. Otherwise, yeah, it's probably like Monty Python's Meaning of Life or something along those lines. Okay, I was I was gonna say which of them because I know some people swear by Life of Brian, but that one never really clicked with me. I, I know I Holy Grail is the Life popular answer, but I do love Holy Grail. Like, oh, Holy Grail is great too. I, I'm really surprised that I don't love Life of Brian more. I mean, the ending is hilarious with the yeah. everyone singing "Crucified." That's amazing and. <laughs> By all means, I should love that movie the most based on its concept, but I think it is probably, like, the meaning of life just because it's so fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, they're fantastic. Hot take. Those guys knew (laughs) what they were doing. (laughs) Funny stuff. Uh, Question 37. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? There's always like the the stereotypical bad movies that you watch because they're bad, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think excluding those because that feels like it kind of goes against the spirit of the question. Uh, 
I can't even remember the name of it. I think it was, I think it was sisters or something generic like that. It was a movie that uh, I went with, with my wife to see, and we were actually excited to see it. Cause it was like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. And I was like, this is going to be great. Those two are hilarious. Oh were... yeah. It was yeah. terrible. <laughs> it was so just generic and bad. I don't know. I can't even remember what I didn't like about it. It just like left no impression on me. And that was very disappointing. Wow. <laughs> total apathy through a comedy film is probably the worst reaction possible honestly because yeah, i love tina fey amy poehler's hilarious i thought it yeah. was gonna be great nope <laughs> oh that's a shame uh 38 who's your favorite actor or actress uh God, i have to name two of them just one. one just one well i did, did, did uh, what was her name renona Ryder, or that was just a famous person or celebrity wasn't it uh, oh yeah. no there is a concrete answer to this uh it's it's gene wilder that yeah that, no that's that that's the, the popular stamp of approval right there absolutely that's, uh, yeah that's i mean I, i'm biased because young frankenstein is like my favorite movie of all time Run down to Ritz. Um, <laughs> I I will I I have cried laughing every single time I watch the scene where they put Gene Wilder in the room with the monster when he's chained up and he always, he gives that big boisterous speech saying whatever I do do not let me out of this room like absolutely <laughs> do not and then they close the door and he takes two steps toward the monster and he just like looks at him. He doesn't even like make a sound yet. And Gene Wilder just like really quickly approaches the door again and whispers through the little keyhole, like, <laughs> let me out. <laughs> uh, like I might have to retract the Monty Python one. I mean, I love Monty Python, but honestly, as I'm thinking more about it, the Mel Brooks movies might hit me a little harder. Like Young that, Frankenstein is fantastic. The producers, oh my God, the mm -hmm. producers was great. I've still not seen that. that was it Will Ferrell in the remake? I don't know it's if I should or fine. not. You know, it's it's not bad by any means. And if it's the first one you see, you're going to love it. But by comparison, it's a little worse. Yeah, so, no, I've only seen the original. Then you're fine. <laughs> yeah, th those Mel Brooks movies, like, just absolutely swept me away uh, when I first saw them. And it was like... Oh, and the what was the Robin Hood one? That one was really good, too. Oh, um, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, my God. Yeah, that uh, one's really Spaceballs, good. Spaceballs, I love. High Anxiety is one nobody really talks about, but I think that one's so funny. It's like yeah, a parody of Psycho. Change that answer. Uh, <laughs> it's Mel I'll Brooks just, movies. I'll just edit in my own rant on Mel Brooks. I'll put that in as the answer to the previous one. <laughs> we interrupt this podcast to let you know that Chris was wrong. <laughs> Chris the correct answer is actually Mel Brooks movies. After a long and lengthy discussion, mostly from me, uh, I determined that he was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, question 39. How cool was it in Jurassic Park when the raptors were running through the kitchen? Um, I'll, I'll see myself out, Bob. Um, we, we don't need to talk about how I've never seen any Jurassic Park movies. It's... Um... <sighs> I just hit that hang up button here. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm squeezing the glasses in my hands and shattering <laughs> them anime style in fury. But you know, I did have a pretty cool to me uh, watch that had the Jurassic Park logo on it that I got from I think it was Burger King when I was a kid, and that was 
that was pretty cool. So if that's any indicator, those Raptors um, making a sandwich or whatever they were doing is probably pretty cool too. Yeah, they they were in there saying Whopper with cheese. That's how they got the sponsorship <laughs> with Burger King. I think anyone that hears like my like big name movie history is just like bound to hate me or want to strap me into a chair and make me see things. Um, <laughs> like uh, the Indiana Jones movies, the only one I've seen is the Crystal Skull, and I'm pretty sure I've had like attempts on my life for doing that. <laughs> I mean, it's the wrong way to go, but yeah, I, you know, I don't, I don't hold those movies in as high esteem as a lot of people. Uh, but yeah, you're probably still doing it wrong. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's not a big deal, but I'm still going to kill you in your sleep though. Uh, well, yeah, of course, you know, assassins paid for, like, I can't, <laughs> what am I going to ask for my 40 bucks back? <laughs> those 10, nine year olds cash their check <laughs> or 11, I guess we got to go one over. <laughs> The they really, one gets to cash it. <laughs> they had a vendetta. It was uh, it was rough. Uh, question forty: What's the first show as a kid you got really into? Probably something old and terrible. Um, back to the how I got raised by someone who's now a hundred years old. Uh, <laughs> I don't. There were some shows that I really liked. Like we watched a lot of like I don't even know if it was called TV Land at the time. I think it was. Um, I really liked uh, some of the comedy shows that weren't like the wholesome family nonsense from the like 50s. Uh, I hated like Leave it to Beaver and it was Green Green Acre Mile green something. A- green Acres, yeah. Yeah, I didn't care for those, but I really liked like Hogan's Heroes was great. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the Bewitched? That one was pretty, pretty funny. I don't remember a whole lot about it, but I remember liking it as a kid. Maybe they're terrible and canceled and I shouldn't be saying these out loud, but (laughs) Hogan's Heroes, I think I can still stand by. I mean, making fun of Nazis is just an American pastime. That's true. That was a, I I remember really enjoying that show. I I watched a lot of Fuck Nazis. (laughs) We here at uh, 99 Questions have a firm anti-Nazi stance. Uh, (laughs) May come to shock some listeners, but uh, it's in the, it's in the EULA. You all clicked it. You know, yeah. um, 41, who should play you in a movie of your life? Uh, Winona Ryder. Perfect casting. Winona, um, I know you're listening. Or <laughs> Gene Wilder. We've <laughs> named enough of them. <laughs> in a dual role, <laughs> in a Mary-Kate and Ashley type situation, they're going to trade off Winona Ryder and Gene Wilder. Just for um, lines, though. They're actually going to be zipped into one suit. Um, yes. They're going to be like like two kids in a lab coat to sneak into somewhere. Right. Each other. It's same same scenario, scenario there. And then yeah. they'll cram them into a very uncomfortable roller coaster. <laughs> it all comes full circle. It all comes full circle. Uh... You can't possibly be safe to ride a roller coaster with someone <laughs> on your shoulders. I'm just thinking of the logistics of that. Well, I'm not here to tell them how to live their lives. Remember, I'm I'm a die of cancer libertarian. So um, exactly, if you're gonna spend your money to, uh, I I can't do it, Bob. I just can't finish the joke. I'm sorry. Trash. <laughs> uh, Forty-two. Who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met in person? Uh, I met a couple of not huge names. Oh, well, 
Winona Ryder. I met Winona Ryder in a Gene trench Wilder. coat on Gene Wilder's uh, shoulders. No, and I, I used to work at um, Whole Foods. That was where I, I peddled fish and eventually meat. Um, turns out being in like the meat department of a staunchly vegetarian um, CEO's company wasn't the best position to be in, um, culturally speaking. But I don't know. I can't complain too much about it. But I did meet a, some interesting people there. I think probably the most well-known one I met was Butch Trucks, who was the drummer at the time. He was in um, he was in town for a government mule, but he's probably best known from Allman Brothers. Oh, that's why I know the name. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He was the drummer for uh, Allman Brothers. And uh, cool. he came in absolutely loaded just (laughs) various numbers of sheets to the wind and he like went through the deli and was ordering a bunch of crazy shit and i remember someone from grocery like came by to tell us like yeah some super drunk dude is just like ordering an unbelievable amount of shit and sure (laughs) enough he came up to us and wanted like 13 of these uh you know the big shrimp rings the cooked shrimp with the cocktail sauce in the middle oh yeah they're like pre-packaged ready to roll yeah they're like 20 bucks or something it's just a huge amount of shrimp. he wanted like 13 or 15 or some obscene number of those and like a hundred pre-made burgers i don't think he actually had intentions of like ordering a bunch of shit and bailing on us um because allegedly it was like for crew and stuff like i think there was probably some intention uh to pay for all this stuff but uh while it was all being prepared he was like oh let's go outside you're you're one of them long haireds or something i didn't remember exactly how he phrased it but i had long hair at the time and he didn't trust short-haired people specifically he's like i don't trust those short hairs you're a long hair you can come out with me if you want i was like uh okay uh can i go take a break and my boss is sure fuck it go so I, I went out back and got stoned with Butch Trucks as uh, he was waiting to have a bunch of shit that he completely forgot he ordered made for him, and then he left. And that's uh, my hanging out with a celebrity who was totally fucking out of his mind story. That's amazing. I I love that. I mean, there's, there's so much to unpack there. A, I love the fact that, like, the standard human, if they're just drunk, well, it probably hit up like a McDonald's or something <laughs> of the like. He goes to a Whole Foods and orders maybe $250 worth of shrimp rings. <laughs> <laughs> and then just forgets about his order and gets high with the, the butcher behind the counter. Like, that's a rock star life. I, I If I could live a day as that man, I would love it. Uh, yeah. Yep. That one, that one stuck with me the most. I that's fantastic um <laughs> i kind of want to just do a super cut of every of every answer for what's the biggest celebrities ever uh, anyone's ever met because there's always a good answer there there's always <laughs> some just madness involved there well i'm generally terrible with this sort of thing because like i've probably met celebrities and had no idea like this mm. has been a running theme i don't know people from movies or like generally famous pop culture people I'm just terrible with it, but musicians are like the one thing where like, I, I know music and I'll probably yeah. be able to identify you as long <laughs> as you didn't start playing music in the last 20 years. As long as you're not one of those short hairs. I know you're short hairs. 
I do have short hair now. He'd be ashamed. Oh, no. But yeah, well, what can you uh, do? <laughs> 43 TV show or podcast that you love, but you don't think anyone else knows about. Mm. There's probably not a whole lot, honestly, because a lot of the stuff that I end up liking, it's like I stumble upon it and like, oh, my God, did you know about this? Like, yeah, that was the biggest fucking thing in the world like three <laughs> years ago. Like, I'm like this, just now getting into Game of movie. Thrones type of thing. Yeah. yeah. This indie um, movie, Avengers? <laughs> I've never heard of it before. <laughs> yeah, I, I run into that a lot. I mean, <laughs> podcasts, at least that nobody I know really listens to. I really like Skeptic's Guide to the Universe. I don't think it's that small of a podcast. Mm. But um, at least no one that I normally talk to listens to it, and I really like it. Um, what was the other category? A movie? TV show. Uh, TV show or podcast, yeah. Uh, uh I don't know. I don't really watch much uh, TV. Anytime that I'm staring at a screen, I usually want to be interacting with it. That's probably why I don't absorb a lot of like movies and TV shows and whatnot. Um, there, yeah. there was one show um, that I watched a little as a kid, and I think it's still going, that I really like. It was called The Simpsons. Um, I'd probably recommend that one if, if you haven't mm. checked it out. Probably canceled or something a while ago, right? Like You'd think, but apparently yeah. not. <laughs> There's no way that show could still be on the air. <laughs> still? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, so seasons two through ten. Enjoy those. Oh, so good. <laughs> I like as... some of the newer ones, too. Like, I know it's it's not the same, but... Like... I, I just haven't really given it a shot, to be honest with you. I, I tapped out after about season 13 or 14, and I, I, I just haven't looked back. I, I know people say there's some, some gems in there. But, uh, like, where do I start? Like, at this point, there's more episodes oh, that I've missed than I've, I've seen, you know? Yeah, you absolutely scattershot it. I mean, since uh, I th- uh, we got Disney Plus uh, when, you know, uh, hey, I was actually on top of one of these pop culture-y whatever things. I watched you. The Mandalorian when it first, I'm not caught up on the second season. But the first season, <laughs> I was, like, with it. And I had Disney Plus, and then I found out The Simpsons was on there, and then we just started randomly watching episodes from whatever season. And some of them are, they're still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's worth me uh, checking out there. But I mean, maybe not. Like I, like I said, I'm scattershotting and maybe I'm just really lucky and the rest is dog shit, but <laughs> the random ones I've seen have mostly been worth watching. Okay. All right. Uh, question 44 favorite comedian. Uh, I feel like a lot of the comedians that I want to say are it's it's going to turn out like in the past ten years that it'd be like an obscenity to utter their name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's happened with uh, quite a few people. It turns out, yeah. I mean, John Mulaney, I guess, is one that I really like. Um, Craig Ferguson, I really liked a lot. I did see him in person. Uh, oh, nice! I don't remember what casino it was, but some casino he did a show at and. That dude is really funny, and I loved his show when he was on uh, the Late Late Show. Mm. I don't know if that's I, still going with someone else. I know he doesn't do it anymore. It's it's uh it's that British carpool karaoke guy. I don't know what his name is offhand. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's not it's not Craig Ferguson. I can tell you that much. How Only many celebrities I, is he in a coat? Uh, well. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather not say but um <laughs> but yeah i was i was a big fan of the craig ferguson show and i in fact have a uh snake cup 
that oh, I uh, uh, that he had on his show, a little rattlesnake mug. Uh, I found it on eBay and uh, purchased it for probably far too much money than I should have because they don't really make them anymore. And I really wanted one because I was stuck in quarantine and I'm a child who needs things. It's, uh, it's worth it. I mean, <laughs> that show was so good. Just the way he bullshitted his way through. I mean, you know, most of these late night shows, you get like a live band and like, a, you know, a co-host who's from the band or something joking with you. Mm-hmm. He had a fucking like robotic skeleton and uh, a horse that would <laughs> come dance. Secretariat. <laughs> yeah, so fucking good. It was just nonsense. Like he just <laughs> filled it with absolute nonsense. Like, like especially toward the end, he would just do like dance breaks. Like they would start <laughs> playing a song, and like him and his producer would just show up on the stage and start doing like a Gangnam style dance. Like it was so bizarre. Like nothing made any sense. But it was it it, it was consistently the most entertaining late night show for a long time. Absolutely. Ah. Uh, uh. I, I I adore it. Um, what question was that? Oh, comedian, of course, of course. Uh, <laughs> I'm such a carry. Uh, Forty five best Saturday Night Live cast member. Ah, oh, Bob, you know I don't I consume media. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. What is the answer? Like Chris Farley, probably or something. Uh, Chris, Far- yeah, Chris Farley's definitely up there. Uh, I think, actually, uh, weren't Tina Fey and Amy Poehler both in SNL as well? Correct. I them. Hey, I know some people that were on SNL from that hit film Sisters or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> oh, fuck, that was bad. <laughs> I don't know. Like Chris Farley is probably going to be my answer because I haven't seen enough SNL to have a concrete answer, and I know that Chris Farley was just a fucking force to be reckoned with. This is true. He's a he's a force of nature uh 46 what's the nerdiest thing you've done watched someone play video games so i could get onto their podcast (laughs) (laughs) who in their right mind would do such a thing i i don't know bob what's wrong with the world uh 47 least favorite state I mean, I'm probably supposed to say Wisconsin because, like, Minnesotans have their rivalry with them. But, mm. I mean, I don't know. Like, I've worked in Wisconsin for years, and they have the Dells, so it's pretty hard to hate on them too much. Um, maybe Florida, but that feels too stereotypical. No, you know what? Uh, I'm sorry to, to the one person I know in, in this state, but fuck Kentucky. Mmm. I'm not gonna get into too elaborative reasons. I don't know how like you, <laughs> you don't want to like cancel everyone because of political nonsense. But uh, fuck Kentucky, Jesus Christ. Seems about right. Uh, forty-eight best thing you've ever won. Uh, have I won anything? I don't know. Like, do we count catching that drumstick because I'm tall as winning? I mean. I felt I mean, like a winner. It's a net positive for sure. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'll count it. I, yeah. I say that counts. I mean, that's pretty sweet. All things or, considered. I don't know, yeah, magic tournament or something. It's like... I'm, oh, like I the card like, game? Like oh, magic yeah. Gathering? I was hard into magic for a long time. I started oh, playing yeah. in junior high with my buddy Nate, and it just spiraled into a terrible addiction for quite a while. I was going oh, to like yeah. Grand Prix and whatnot. Um, 
actually that time I was in Vegas was because I flew down there for Grand Prix Vegas a few years ago. Wow, nice. Yeah, I, I got super into it for about two years, and then I was like, what? This is so expensive. <laughs> oh, it's the worst money sink ever. Honestly, the best thing you can do, if you get like a close group of friends that plays it, just print off some proxies to make mm. a cube, and then yeah. just draft that cube into Oblivion. It is by far the most fun format, because it's crazy and different every time, and you're playing with, theoretically, thousands of dollars of cards, but just print them off, because it's not an official tournament, and who cares? Yeah. No, I like that idea a lot, actually. I think I still have a my blue and white deck lying around somewhere. Um, 49, is there anything you've collected or had a collection of? <laughs> Magic cards. <laughs> yeah, uh, The biggest collection though is probably video games it's Mm. it's not okay as i stated before how it's evolved from an n64 to a problem um (laughs) i think i probably have pretty close to like 40 individual consoles consoles oh consoles consoles can't sorry i'm very midwestern i put them all in a bag i got okay um I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce things. No, but, uh, I just if you count like all the bias. different variations of Game Boys and Playstations and whatnot, uh, it's probably upwards of 40. Um, yeah. And I don't even know how many games. Five, six, seven hundred, if you don't wow. count like my Steam library. I mean, just physical games. Um, I have shelf running all the way around the perimeter of my basement that's filled from I've got Atari 2600 cartridges on up to nice. PS5, so it's um, a problem, and I hope the EULA that is deconstructing my house leaves my video games alone. We'll see about that, Chris. We'll see. It's about underground. That. I mean, I didn't see anything about... Uh, I didn't see anything about anything. Never mind. That EULA's just fucked. They've got good eyes, those boys. They'll find it. <laughs> uh, question 50. The Ryan Davis, it is dubbed false wait a minute Um, see (laughs) you're in a fight to the death with another person equal to your size you're offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six inch non-serrated knife knowing the other weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent which do you choose knife or bat did did you say a fight to the death or just that is that is correct hmm See, this if, one if is specifically a fight to the death with, let's say, an evil twin clone of yours or something of the sort. That son of a bitch. Yeah. Winona Ryder a in a trench coat hair. sitting on Gene Wilder's shoulders, <laughs> carrying either a bat or knife. It's uh, up to you to choose which one, though. I mean, if I gotta kill them, it's gonna be a knife. I mean, the bat is probably what I'd want to go for in a fight. Because I, I like the range of it, the idea that you could maybe hit their hand or head or something. You, I feel like you can incapacitate without killing better mm. with a bat. So if I just wanted to win a fight, I'd go that route. But if I got to kill them, I mean, I, I guess it's going to be the murder tool. Murder tool is also the name of my ska band. Uh, <laughs> we We had creative differences for a while and... Had to change it up. We're a post prog nerd core metal rock, black rock mm. from Lost. Black and ska. <laughs> I hope that's not a thing, but I'm sure it is. 
Well, it is that time of the show again. Time for everyone's favorite segment. Say it with me now. Mid-roll musical acknowledgement slash plugs and advertising. That's right. The song you're hearing right now, you know it. It's the Mini Vandals. The song that's going to play next, you got it. It's from DJ Williams. The opening song, hey, three for three. That's Diala. And the closing song, ooh, so close. It's actually from Single Friend. All these are royalty-free, so check them out if you like what you hear. And if you like what you're hearing here, maybe uh, give us a review. It'll only take a second, I promise. But you know it'll take longer than a second? Getting back into this darn show. Uh, uh, gonna say before we get back into the questions here uh, and uh, again I do want to thank you for your uh, very generous donation uh, truly course. Extra Life is, is one of my favorite times of year because uh, it uh, I know it all goes to a wonderful place uh, It's uh, for, for anyone unfamiliar it is literally uh, some uh, dope goes online and plays some video games and uh, people donate to uh, children's hospitals all around the country whilst playing a video game. And uh, one of the incentives I set up was uh, to be on this year's show. And look at this. Look how it worked out. It's actually America's best healthcare plan right now is uh, play video games <laughs> and hope someone pays for your procedure. Oddly enough, it works. Can't argue pro- uh, results, you know. I do love Extra Life, though. It is so fun every year. It's so good. Uh, and also, uh, as uh, <laughs> I don't know how common it is for Extra Life, uh, but I do believe that you uh, uh, performed a song uh, for me. Uh, <laughs> I forgot uh, if, about that. <laughs> if one will remember, and it will be included in the recording right here. Bobby Backwood's going to ask you a question, followed by 98 more. Bob and Backwood's gonna stream his quest to win Mario a little more. Raising money for kids for 2069. I, I didn't think of anything else to sing. Fuck! Uh, now, which, which begs the question... Uh, do you have prior experience uh, in a band, in singing, in anything of the sort? Or uh, no, uh, is I was this always just too a... much of a coward. Perfect. I, <laughs> I wish I would. Like I got into to theater a little bit at the end of high school, but oh, I was nice. really only in it because I was a horny teenager, and um, theater has its um, yeah. Uh, th- yeah you know i mean that's th- the place to go no it's band room or theater uh, department like those are your two options yeah uh, uh but i never <laughs> got into like musicals or anything i wasn't convinced that i could sing at all um Ooh. i didn't think i was a bad singer i guess it just never struck me as like it's a thing i could actually try to pursue and i wish i would have it's that's something i'd have always loved to do is sing for a band or sing in a musical but no i've apparently sang to you at one point and uh mm-hmm. i sang on leo vader's pod or not podcast his uh 
his Twitch stream once. I sent him a song for his uh, his Leo points. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think uh, Blake cashed in some Leo points and I sang the song or something fucked up and out of order like that. And that's going to be played right now. Leo was a young boy. He had a currency. And for a song like this, those points couldn't be redeemed. They're called Leo points. You get them from going to church. I don't know what else to sing, but Blake has met you and he is your friend. Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs) It's my illustrious music career, singing to people on Twitch. I'm telling you, I think uh, I think you got something there. You at least found your lane. Uh, so all I can do is try to encourage you. And uh, gosh darn it, I think you should do it. <laughs> the the Twitch singer, but not streaming, <laughs> sending it to people who are streaming. Yeah, I actually just raid your stream and then sing at you. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, it's a gimmick and it works. That's all life is, really. Uh, but we have so many more questions here. We got a whole look at this page. You hear that page? Yeah, that's that's about this many. I mean, can't see my hands, but they're you know about yay far apart. Well, luckily I got about yay's worth of questions. So uh, let's roll on into these. Fifty-one. What's your phone wallpaper right now? Uh, oh, it's actually it's Wally. Um, oh. Not for any particular reason. I mean, I love... Well, there is a particular reason. But it's not because I love Wally. Uh, it was just the first wallpaper I could find that integrated the camera hole. Because this is the first phone I've had that has that stupid punch-out hole, and I freaking aesthetically hate it. Uh, it's so a I little figured, bezel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, a Samsung Note, and it's got the little hole up at the top, and I hate it. Um, originally, <laughs> I was thinking maybe I could get a, a wallpaper that, like, blanks it out, but then I, I figured it was better to, like, fully embrace it than ignore it. So it's Wally, like, with his claw wrapped around the hole hanging from it. Oh, see, that's a cute way of kind of you know making the best out of that situation yeah the stupidest trend ever though put the fucking bezel <laughs> back up there i don't give a damn about your we've got 96.7 percent screen whereas our opponent over there in Appleland only has who cares just yeah. the thing is huge <laughs> the numbers are bigger wait for <laughs> applause <laughs> uh 52 what's the last thing you googled Oh, God, that's probably embarrassing, isn't it? Uh, Almost let's, definitely. Let's take a look. Oh, uh, the heat transfer coefficient of aluminum. Well, I could have told you that, obviously. That's what you're going to search for. <laughs> <laughs> About 60 watts per meter squared Kelvin, if you're curious for some reason. That's, yep. I, I'm going to call you up at three in the morning and you just have to repeat back. 60 watts per meters Kelvin. Uh, How old is aluminum's coefficient? (laughs) Uh, uh, Question 53. You have to name your next pet without seeing them. What do you name them? Four. I have three pets. That would be the fourth. I also have a cat named Extra that um, she showed up at our back door a 
two years ago now and it was raining it was it'd be like a disney film frankly it's like raining there's a sad little cat meowing at the door and i let her in and she has lived with us ever since um but we named her extra because she's the extra cat so i feel if i get a fourth pet it'd just be four that's pretty good f-o-u-r i assume sure or or I'd name it after something near me. I don't know, like Old Spice. I've got some deodorant near me. <laughs> or we could combine things even. I've got this Dickie's cup, some Old Spice. We'll just Dickie's Old Spice number four. That's my next pet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Dickie's Old Spice is a good combination of terms, but I'll, you know what? I'll. It's because of where I'll... you're you're enunciating. It's Dickie's Old Spice. <laughs> Well, now no, that's like worse. It. That's worse. I'm sorry. I retracted. <laughs> if it's old timey, it's got to be good. Uh, 54. What professional wrestler would you compare yourself to? Uh, Winona Ryder. Very good. Very I good. I, I was. I, I'd probably like wrestling if I got into it. I know I had a lot of friends that were super into it when I was a kid and had like the, you know, like the wrestling match playset thing. Oh yeah, with the action figures, and I remember thinking, I think it was Kane. Was he the red and black mask? Is that him? C- correct. Yep. All right. I remember a wrestler. I remember thinking that that looked really cool, and I don't know anything about him or if he was good or if like I'm canceled for saying his name. No, but I remember but... thinking that that looked really cool. Kane is a uh, 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 kind of universally agreed upon as a very good wrestler. Uh, he's currently in some sort of retirement, uh, and he actually retired to be the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Oh, uh, perfect, then. He is currently uh, the mayor over there, so uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think that checks out. Final answer. Lock it in. Dramatic music cue. Correct. Hey. Ah, great. <laughs> Uh, next question for $32,000. What's your comfort food on a bad day? I- I'd like to phone a friend. All right, I'll allow it. it. It's fried chicken. Like, it's, I don't well, know no, what, no. like, the good answers <laughs> to this are. It's probably, oh, I, I eat something like kale or, you know, it's fucking fried <laughs> chicken. Yeah. Deep fried, golden brown, just crackles in your mouth. It's, oh, it's got to be the really crispy shit, too. Yeah, if your chin's not greasy after you've eaten it, you're you're not doing it right. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a controversial pick after my whole fuck Kentucky rant, but um, I like their chicken, not their turtles. That's I I get that reference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> that's actually very good. I like that. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a giggle, like actually thinking about him as a. That is the best Actual. sentence that I've ever made on my own. It's, <laughs> it's going on my wall with a Sharpie that, right now. That might take up your catchphrase slot. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, 56 favorite smell. Mm. Probably like fresh ground coffee. I mean, even before I liked coffee, that was great. Or um, this might be weird or like mark me as a serial killer or something. I don't know what the implications are, but um puppies they have like this distinct Mm. puppy smell that i i love the smell of puppies not like newborn bloody mess horrible puppies or like um rolling around in their own shit eating it because they're 
freaking dogs puppies but like there's like some distinct smell especially like my dog yoshi he's a he's Ooh. a shiba inu and when he was a puppy we got him at eight weeks old and he had just this distinct puppy smell that it was great yeah so either that or or ground coffee i mean ground coffee's pretty good let me sprinkle some ground coffee on a puppy or the best, yeah, I was gonna say the best of both worlds. Name Fresh him ground. Dickies, oh, no, big cup, that, no. old spice. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> With a little bit of coffee on there. Just it's actually flavor. old spice's newest scent. <laughs> I there has to be a puppy flavored candle like somewhere, right? Like not scented. Not... It just tastes like a puppy. It, it smells ch- like vanilla. <laughs> But if you lick it, please, while the wick is out, though, don't. there's too many lawsuits if it's already lit. Uh, 50. Like to uh, apologize in advance for getting your podcast pulled down, Bob. Oh, I, I one of these days, one of these episodes is going to be like, uh, you know, really looked upon by the FBI, like <laughs> to, to see what's actually happening here on this, uh, what they call the Internet. Uh, but till that day, I'm going to keep going. Like half uh, of the NSA is just listening to this podcast <laughs> intently. Fifty-seven best candy to overthrow the government. No, uh, best candy, just best candy. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I I'm not a sweets guy, honestly. So candy is a hard one for me. I'm always the type that's like, if you give me the choice between like a dessert or an extra piece of garlic bread, I'm probably going for the garlic bread mm. i like that salty savory taste but um i do like candies that are like like any sort of like chocolate covering something crunchy like twix bars something like that or uh yeah. i like the turtles those are good yeah yeah all right not bad not bad not bad uh 58 worst candy Oh, those uh, fucking chalk wafer things. Uh, fucking Neckos. What the hell is that bullshit? See, th- those are the candies that I always like to categorize. Like, this was the best candy they could come up with in 1913. And like... <laughs> That's bullshit. Been... They had fucking honey. Just let it sit out and turn into a crystal. It's delicious. <laughs> they haven't figured out crystals by then. They didn't figure those out until 1984. <laughs> they had the technology to make a perfectly symmetrical wafer of dust <laughs> whatever the fuck goes into those things those things are so dry and awful yeah those are like they, they stamp them out of the failed brake pads that didn't pass <laughs> inspection i don't know <laughs> just not edible uh uh yeah big truck pulls up that just says sand and then the truck leaves <laughs> and it has neko wafers on it uh 59 what's a restaurant you would recommend um, I mean, by me, because I assume it would probably be something I'm recommending around me. Yeah, uh, something, yeah, exactly. There is this restaurant that I didn't know the name of for literally two or three years. I thought it was just called Tacos and Burritos because they have a giant like light up sign above the place that says Tacos and Burritos. And I didn't notice until like two or three years after going there that they had the name Casa Lupita written on their door. That place is so good. Like you go in there and it's like, they just like write the menu on a chalkboard behind the counter. It's unbelievable food though. Like uh, the Mm. smothered burrito is a a big favorite of mine. 
go there for taco Tuesdays is like almost every Tuesday for a year straight. It's so good. And they like, you get your bag of food. Cause usually you're going, you getting food to go. Cause I think there's like two or three tables in there maybe. Okay. And they just throw a bunch of tortilla chips into the bag to like soak up the grease that inevitably pours out of whatever food <laughs> you get. It's so good. Oh, that does sound really good right now, actually. Uh, oh gosh. What, what, Casa Lupita? Casa Lupita, yeah. Or uh, Tacos and Burritos, or as I called it for years. <laughs> Not great SEO on that one, but you know, they got by. Uh, question 60. What's a food you've never eaten? Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely like a ton of fish I haven't had. Not, not by like intentional aversion, but there's just so many varieties. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like anything that you can't easily access in the Midwest of the United States, I guess. Cause I, I definitely will always try something at least once. So there's nothing like, Oh, I, I won't eat pickles. So I've never had a pickle or anything weird like that. Anything that I can eat, I'll at least try. Okay. I think that's a, a healthy way to look at it. Um, 61. What's the strangest food that you have eaten? Well, see, now that depends on if we're talking, like, culturally strange or just, like, abstract strangeness. Because, I mean, eating a crab is pretty fucking weird. It's like a spider-shaped exoskeleton bug that we pulled off of a rotting carcass in the ocean that it was feasting upon. And, damn, they're good covered in butter. Oh, Which is also weird to think about. We're going to take a cow, (laughs) which is just a bigger mammal than we are and Mm -hmm. milk it and then congeal that milk into a little stick and then melt it over this spider looking thing that we found eating a corpse in the bottom of the ocean and i'll be damned if it isn't going to be delicious it's really good (laughs) yeah i i mean yeah i always look back on those food things and it's like who like someone must have been very hungry you know, 80,000 years ago or whatever to figure out that this is even a food because, Oh yeah. Who's the brave uh, motherfucker who first discovered honey? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what they've gotten there. They sound angry about it, but I bet it's damn good. (laughs) There were like two guys standing next to each other. I was like, all right, I go, I'm going to take the lobster. You take the scorpion. We're, we're going to write back and see which one is better. (laughs) And one was very happy. And one was very not happy. (laughs) Go to Red Lobster and get some scorpion tails. <laughs> I mean, they put enough butter and Old Bay on it. I don't know. Against the idea. I bet, like, some deep, like, I know that it's a thing, but, like, deep fried insects, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know that I could do, like, a big one. Like, I know they do deep fried tarantulas, but then they're gooey inside and that seems gross. Yeah. But I bet, like, deep fried ants or something that are just, like, bite sized little crunch pellets of protein, like, that'd probably be good. I like deep yeah, you- fried stuff. Yeah, it would be like if you get fried chicken and like the little crispies that fall off after you take a bite. Like, that's yeah, just all it imagine is. there's an ant in there. And yeah, great. how much can an ant possibly be flavored? You know what I mean? Like, it has to be semi-neutral at a certain point. Yeah, for sure. Um, sixty-two typical day off. A what now? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. I forgot the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Like, it depends. Um, 
because there's so many variables with a day off like is it just me that's off and like my wife works and kids are at school or am i taking the kids somewhere because they got the day off too i mean taking somewhere is a relative term nowadays like we can walk around the block maybe go to the dog park or something but yeah uh yeah, I don't think there is such a thing as a typical day off, especially since uh, like the apocalypse and all. I mean, in the before times, maybe, but yeah, no typical all, now. It's all a little bit limited, let's say. That's a nice way of wording, uh, you know, cabin Just fever. Wake up in the morning, <laughs> you put your pants on, you cover your sea spider and butter and have a day. See, you lost me at put pants on. I got I got most of the rest of those steps down, but I don't know. You if want I can... you, you want pants for uh, that hot butter? Mm-hmm. Always put on pants when you're frying bacon or butter. It's just it's wholesome advice. Uh, now I know what I'm doing wrong. Now I can <laughs> I pre- I can prevent a lot of small burns. <laughs> uh, Sixty three. What's a bucket list item you have accomplished? So I don't know that I've ever really made much of a bucket list, so it's hard to say. I mean, going going down to Johnson Space Center, it kind of felt like a bucket list item. That sounds pretty amazing. Yeah. Actually getting to stay down there for a week was pretty incredible. Uh, otherwise, uh, I'm nearly done with my uh, bachelor's degree. I guess that's kind of a bucket list. I've yeah. done the associates route before. I uh, became a mechanic with an associate's degree, which is just hilariously dumb. Like, there was no fucking point in finishing that degree. First, you get, like, the the tech certificate thing or whatever, and then you go get your ASC test, and that's all they actually care about. Uh, But I had the option of finishing a few more gen ed credits to get a degree. I I don't know why I did, but I went there up, and I'm almost done with the engineering degree. So that one is still doesn't answer the question i haven't done it you're almost there i'll get back to you in about a year (laughs) and unless i can talk you out of it in the next 40 minutes (laughs) this will happen uh 64 what's a bucket list item you probably won't accomplish Mm, uh to never die again Unless I can talk you out of it in the next 40 minutes. <laughs> talk you into killing yourself here, Chris. <laughs> Look at how the year's been going. It's just, is it really worth it? Uh, yeah, I just, I just turned buttered on the sea spiders and you can't leave your house. What's the point? Uh, yeah. I'll just, I'll just take the DVDs of all the, uh, all the Mel Brooks movies away. And at that point, come on. <laughs> Uh, 65 dubbed by previous guests, the realist question of the bunch name of a friend you don't keep in contact with, but regret it. Uh, probably Avery. Uh, I haven't talked to him and I don't even know how long mm. he was a really good friend of mine as a kid. Cause we both went to like this summer daycare type i don't know what you'd call it it wasn't summer school but or a summer camp but we we both went to the same child care arrangement in the summer every year so he he was definitely a good friend of mine that i associated with like being out of school having good times in the summer and i haven't talked to him since i don't know probably like 
maybe junior high or high school even. Well, so I'm going to go yeah. with that because that's the first thing that came to mind is like a friend I haven't talked to in forever. I like it. Uh, 66, what's a game that makes you feel nostalgic? Mm, probably any Zelda game, I guess, because uh, Link's Awakening was my first game. Not the first one I played. I think the first game I played was probably, I, I assume, awful. I don't know, since it didn't really <laughs> have a very good impact. Actually, yeah. it might have been, uh, I don't know if this was a common thing everywhere or if this is going to sound like a weird fucking uh, experience, but I think it was Perkins or some other generic chain restaurant that has the same menu as all the other ones mm-hmm. used to rent out um sega uh crash what was the what was their handheld the game gear they, they rented out game gears for while you were in there and i oh. probably played i don't know sonic or whatever uh i've never heard of a place really... doing that but uh okay so that is weird all right uh <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was a thing or not, but I remember doing that. But none of those games left a super big impact on me. But when I got a Game Boy and started playing Zelda, that one really stuck. And all Zelda games since have kind of hit me in the nostalgia. Yeah, that's a great one. I mean, it's absolutely perfect, those Zelda games, for like just waking up a kid's imagination of like, all right, you're the hero, and you can go anywhere you want, and you're going to have the coolest items and weapons. Like, it's it's just, it, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Oh, so, yeah, and when you actually, like, act it out as a kid, and you start, like, cutting grass with something you're pretending is a sword, it feels more productive than I'm not actually allowed to hit people with this. Yeah, when you start throwing <laughs> bombs at walls, uh, <laughs> see if there's yeah, a secret Smashing my there. neighbor's pots. <laughs> There's rupees inside, Mom, I swear. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Question 67. What game have you spent the most time playing? I don't have, like, an empirical answer to this, but it's probably, like, some MMO. Because I I, I never got super sucked down the MMO a whole, but... I did play a lot of Final Fantasy XI when that first came out on PS2. I had the the dial-up modem adapter thing for it. And uh, I played that a lot because I had a few friends that also played it. I also uh, got my mom more angry than I've ever seen a human before because of that game. Uh, (laughs) Also in the before times when 56K dial-up modems were a thing. uh, It turns out you picked what server you connected to or something along those lines or connected through. And I didn't understand that there were ramifications to that beyond like how well my game ran. So I was connected to some, I don't know. I think it was Chicago or something. Point being, apparently if I uh, used a dial a modem to connect to it, it was a long distance call. And oh no, <laughs> it was the most expensive phone bill anyone had seen. Uh, it was some like nine hundred dollar bill um, <sighs> that I ended up uh, working off for a long time. <laughs> that is. Um, I didn't even know that's how they op. To be fair, I never really got into you know MMO games until like PS3 era. So like when all of that stuff was a little more streamlined. But wow, 
that yeah, is. That was uh, bad. I don't know if for sure if that's the game I've played the most, but it's probably <laughs> up. Oh, maybe Diablo two. That was kind of in that era too. I played a lot of Diablo two, but definitely something of that era where you played with friends. That's a good one. All all good ones, really. Um, sixty eight. What's something you built with your own hands? Uh, I mean that computer that I assembled i guess uh <laughs> no i've built some stuff just none of it's good or worth talking about i mean i've built a table that's uh unattractive but functional um mm-hmm. that's what they call me yeah unattractive <laughs> but functional <laughs> the top line of my tinder profile it's it's my campaign slogan and uh <laughs> die of a preventable disease i'm unattractive but functional and then right underneath that, dot, dot, dot. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's a solid table. It holds well, the earth well. It, it does have, um, I think, pot dirt on it. Not 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 the drug, but, you know, for uh, <laughs> planting pots. Ah. Which could be drugs. I'm going to fucking shut up now. What's the next question? Wink, wink. You know what you mean. <laughs> NSA is swarming you right now. No, we got uh, the opposite of whatever is a green thumb here. Like we try to grow a garden every year and it's just it's pathetic every time. <laughs> I mean, like uh we did get a squash to grow this last year. I think that's our crowning achievement. Other than that, it's just like a lot of dead tomatoes and some lettuce that's really bitter. <laughs> bitter. Oh no. Yeah, it's terrible. Like we tried growing lettuce, which is stupid. I mean, lettuce is so cheap. Like if you're gonna grow your own garden, you may as well grow something that's like worth any amount of money or i don't know or would taste better from a homegrown garden lettuce (laughs) is not that lettuce is um generally flavorless for the most part at least whatever i think we went with like iceberg or something stupid too which again why would you grow this and it was just bitter and horrible it's like you we actually that... added flavor to something that is known for its absence of flavor and made it worse ah classic gardeners eh <laughs> really know what you're doing there the pot turned out great though oh perfect not <laughs> it sold well to the high school students yeah uh question 69 best nice. pickup line oh god i don't know pickup lines i'm such a fucking awkward dude the only reason i got married is uh she uh took all initiative um <laughs> there's some bad ones which i guess is the opposite of best but it's kind of the best it's like the best bad movie type question exactly Um, like um bob how much does a polar bear weigh i know this one but i'm gonna humor you here how dare Uh, you (laughs) i had one one thing i had one thing going for me i'll give it to you i'll set you up here uh oh i don't know how much does a polar bear weigh why don't you fucking Google it, Bob? Because you know everything. <laughs> it's enough to break the ice. It's enough to break the ice. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great one. That's all I got. I have and, no game. I mean, you got that polar bear line. You got tables. You got free pot. You got Want to come see this lettuce? table I built? It holds dirt. You like your lettuce bitter? <laughs> Uh, maybe that's a bad thing I played. Bitter uh, lettuce was actually the name of the pot I grew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
question uh, 70. Have you ever had any good nicknames? Uh, I mean, ones that I thought were cool, I guess, but I maybe aren't cool in retrospect. Uh, I got called Darth Vader a lot in like elementary school. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then there were a few people in high school that started calling me Sephiroth because I wore uh, a coat that looked a lot like his. It had like big stupid shoulder pads and it was a trench coat because uh, again, I was obsessed with like black flowy fabrics. Mm. But um, no, I mean, Crater, I guess is probably the best one because it's just my names shoved together it's pretty good i mean it's, it's, <laughs> it's catchy it's it's to the point it rolls well and it's fucking taken on everything oh i'm sure i i didn't even think about that even with the y i have to imagine it's taken everywhere yeah, it's it's gone i mean i got it on i got it on stadia fuck yeah oh Go that, me. <laughs> that product that's just lighting the world ablaze right now everyone has yeah. it yeah uh Question 71. Do you believe in love at first sight? No. I mean, infatuation, which could maybe lead to love, but aren't inherently the same. So, Mm -hmm. no. Yeah. Uh, 72. What's a big turnoff of yours? Oh, ugly people. Yeah. (laughs) No. um, (laughs) I don't know. I have a lot of turnoffs. Um, but none that are like succinct, I, I, I guess, uh, people that approach, like if we were in like a dating situation or something, people that are like overly enthused about anything, I guess, which is terrible. Ooh. Like, I feel bad even saying that because I want people to have passions, but, um, I think I'm just such like a reclusive, um, not antisocial, but like scared of socializing person that when someone's like really enthusiastic, it, it doesn't so much turn me off as push me away, I guess. Cause I'm uh, a yeah. coward and uh, <laughs> your enthusiasm scares me. <laughs> I I think there's some merit to that though. I mean, I, I, I worked at a bar for many, many years and I, I, I think I picked it up naturally. And then someone like uh, some of the new people that we had, like, he he read a book on like the best way to greet a table, and I was like, "What a dweeb for reading a book like that!" But uh, he he read the book and was like, "Yeah, you're you're hitting this one chapter that I'm on where it's like just match the energy level of the table that you're at. Like, there's nothing worse than going up to a table at a at a restaurant or a bar or whatever and being like, "How is everybody today?" <laughs> when they're just like <laughs> neutral, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for sure. So it's like you kind of have to do the same thing in in a in a relationshipy type situation. Like match the levels. Like right. read the room, see where it's at, and 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 match it. You don't have to, you know, don't go in at a hundred and ten when the other person's at a fifty. Like it, yeah, it's just... and I don't want to sound like you know be miserable and like it, like have no energy. <laughs> but like I am a pretty shy person, so when I'm first approaching someone or being approached, I'm going to be kind of like lower energy, reserved, and I I do feel like a I don't know if stressed is the right way of saying it, but I do feel that mismatched energy as a bit of a turnoff. I totally totally get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but uh, that is incorrect. The answer is ugly people. So, oh yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Seventy-three. Do you consider yourself an artist? 
No. <laughs> of course not. More than fair. I made a table uh, that I'm not even like willing to show people. It's hidden in our shed with some dirt on it. Like, fuck. Uh, I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, probably not. Uh, 74. What's something you tried to cook and failed? I made some really bad cookies recently. Oh, I've been trying to bake more. I am not good at baking. Uh, you give me like a dead animal of any kind and I will make it amazing. But mm-hmm. if I need to like bake something or prepare a vegetable side dish, I am absolutely useless, particularly with baking. Um, I made one batch of cookies not too long ago that was delicious and it really uh, overinflated my ego because it uh... called for shortening in them. It was those... um. You know, the little, uh, I don't know what they're called. They got the Hershey's Kiss smashed into the peanut butter cookie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen those, yeah. Yeah, so I made that, only instead of shortening, I used bacon fat. It was Ooh. amazing. That does yeah. sound really good, yeah. Oh, it was super good, but then I made some other just generic chocolate chunk recipe, and it was, they are like, intolerable. I mean, the kids <laughs> liked them because they have sugar in them, so they can eat them, but they, they weren't good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, 50% average. That's not, you know, overall, not bad, not bad. Yes, 50. Just a, fa- a failing grade. Uh, <laughs> question 75, dubbed the Ben Hansen. I don't, I gotta meet that guy. I don't know who that is. What is the greatest piece of art ever made? <laughs> There's probably some, like, intelligent answer to this. Like, uh, one of those, like, um venus sculptures or um something a dude painted in a fresco i don't know but (laughs) i don't have a good artsy answer um if you go abstract on it i could say something like a like the like drums i think drums are an amazing art piece because it gave us rhythm and music and everything kind of expanded from someone hitting something with a stick to a rhythm i don't know if that it's art or counts, but um, I think that 100% counts. Yes, I think that's yeah. a great answer. We'll go uh, with hitting shit. Hitting shit is the, <laughs> the best art, rhythmically. I mean, think about it. Every song that's ever been made has to have some sort of beat or rhythm or something to it. Like, after someone invented the drums, like, it, it really is kind of bonkers if you think about it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we'll, we'll do that. Take that, Hanson. Yeah, fuck uh, you, Sistine Chapel. Gonna hit a rock on another one. <laughs> uh, 76. Have you ever had something happen to you you would consider paranormal? No. I mean, I'm sure there, there are, like, instances of what the fuck was that, but yeah. uh, I, I like to think of myself as pretty rational. So okay. I... I I mean, the abduction was weird. My butt still hurts, but like, <laughs> all in all, we can we can explain it all. So yeah, the fact that they dropped you off at that ninety million gallon pool <laughs> with yeah, forty dollars I mean, in your pocket, there's some logical explanation as to why they needed to drop me off there. Yeah, they had a reason, After and they were also driving probing a, my butt. They were driving a Camaro, which was weird, but oh, a bitchin' Camaro, no less. <laughs> oh, it was, yellow with the red stripes down the side it was awesome uh 77 would you ever use a ouija board 
I mean, I have no opposition, but probably not. I can't imagine a scenario of it coming up. Um, well, that, that's... Check your doorstep. There's one right there. Put your oh money where your mouth is. <laughs> Thanks, Oprah. It's already spelling the word demon as we speak. What is uh, the the whole concept behind that? You like do do you like have someone else hold it with you, or what actually moves it other than uh, Satan? Well, obviously, other than Satan, yeah, I think the the whole gimmick of it is like you have multiple people all put their hands on the little you know triangle piece, mm-hmm. um, and it is supposed to move with the collective energy of everyone. Uh, or just Satan, and so we are Satan. creepy things. <gasps> it's really just a metaphor. We are it's, the evil ones. That's the twist. The devil oh was in God. me all along. Citizen Kane is people. <laughs> Wait, maybe I'm mixing up my <laughs> no, no, no. Twist you got endings. it. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, Seventy-eight. Simply, why? Oh, that Devin Townsend song. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Go check out that video, man. It's fucking wild. Starts with a dude taking a shit while uh, checking his phone. You had me at checking his phone. Yeah. Uh, 79. If given the chance, when would you time travel to? I don't know that I would. I mean, you get to... You get to come back or like... I mean, most of history is shit. And the future has, I I don't see any empirical reason to believe that the future won't be shit. I mean, we can always optimistically hope like, well, we'll continue on this trajectory where things get progressively less shit with time. But, um, man, no, (laughs) history has been awful. I mean, I'm like a big white dude, so I got that going for me. Um, I can probably travel through time, uh, more easily than most, but nah, the past sucked. I, it, it's yeah you are correct uh <laughs> very little wi-fi in most times which is uh instant downgrade uh not a lot of showers right i don't know what people are talking about with this like the good old days nonsense like it's always just really irked me and especially like i'm a mechanic i've worked with a lot of older frankly older white dudes that are always saying oh back in the good old days and they don't build them like they used to it's like well back in the good old days like segregation was legal and if you got in a car crash you got decapitated <laughs> by like shatter like it's fucking horrible yeah yeah well, they don't I mean, build them like they used to. Yeah, you survive car crashes now. Like, <laughs> How dare we want entertainment and safety? What an awful world. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of rose-colored glasses, it turns out. But uh, <laughs> I, I like that answer of just pass. You just yeah. <laughs> you pass by a time machine and you go, I got things to do today. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you maybe use it to cheat for like, you know, if like uh, there's a movie I want to see coming out tomorrow, we can skip today or something. But Ooh, pre- we're go. doing pretty limited uh, time hops here because um, most of history has been trash. Go back to those double fudge cookies that you made and make sure they came out all right. <laughs> yeah, so no, that'd be good. Yeah. None of those, like, objectively correct answers of, like, killing Hitler or anything. Just fix my fucking cookie recipe. The cookies, though. The cookies is what they don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I know I could have stopped World War II, but those cookies <laughs> were not great. 
hear me out. They were supposed to be good cookies, all right? But what and you don't have anyway. Is... <laughs> like when you think about that, because that that answers come up a lot. I feel like, or maybe I'm nuts, but I've heard a lot of like, well, you go back in time and kill Hitler if you could time travel or something akin oh, to yeah. that. Like that's like the go-to. Yeah. How am I going to do that? Like, what what am I going to do? Like a six-inch non-serrated knife and a bat, or like. <laughs> some fucking like international espionage do you know how many fucking people tried killing hitler yeah it turns out but it's a uh, lot (laughs) multiple armies from multiple countries in fact (laughs) uh the world some might say uh for for uh, a time Um, i mean good on them like i mean that's the correct choice of action but i'm just not sure that me going back to try it as well would actually be an impactful difference there's a there's a really good um college humor video that uh that they made of someone uh you know they they're doing the exact same thing they find a time machine and they're trying to think of what's the best thing to do with it and then they go back and kill hitler and they're like they have the big spinning newspaper thing it's like uh local man kills 14 year old art enthusiast <laughs> <laughs> he's deemed a monster and will never be uh never walk the free world again it's like oh yeah i guess no one would see the context of what I'm doing, and I would be the bad guy. But eh, is well. killing children bad? Well, I mean... Chris, you've asked this a lot, and I've <laughs> you <laughs> come up a lot. You're in an arena, and a nine-year-old Hitler <laughs> is running toward you. On either side, there is a non-serrated six-inch knife or a baseball bat. You take them both. You take them both, and you swing. <laughs> How do you kill nine-year-old Hitler? <laughs> Oh, gosh. See, these are the real questions. I got to redo this list. <laughs> it's all wrong. These, Just all variations these, of killing Nazis. Every question. These are the softballs. That's what we got to get down to. Uh, uh, question 80. Have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it? Yeah, I went back in time and killed Hitler. Um, <laughs> it's a big deal. No, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I got married, and that's still going, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you hear uh, that enthusiasm, kids? Yeah. <laughs> still going, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel pretty good about it. Um, oh, that's fantastic. I've got a, a house, and a, there's a dog sleeping next to me who's Perfect. looking at me now. Perfect. Sorry, I woke you up, Yoshi. <laughs> Sorry, Yosh. Um... No, that's that's fantastic. Uh, 81, what game show, past or present, would you love to be a contestant on? Oh, uh, I don't even know if this counts. As, it's a game show, I guess. I don't know the name of it, though. But that Nickelodeon show when I was a kid where they went through, like, a temple that was a labyrinth and had, like, secret passages and shit. Yeah, Legend of the Hidden Temple, I believe. Oh, that's it. That looked so fun. I don't know yeah. if that's just because I was, like, eight but it looked fun i want to do that but i want to do it the way that i remember it being not Uh, how it probably actually was plus i probably have to make it slightly larger for adult size people to run through it yeah they'll put that Uh, in my new theme park honestly though that's pretty good i'd do it it. yeah i would totally sign up for that if they did like an adult like fantasy camp where all you do is run through obstacle courses from uh nostalgic game shows right plus i just want to go to a theme park where you walk up to the sign and it says you must be six feet tall to ride (laughs) 
someone's like 40 years old and five foot ten and they just go no no sucks <laughs> to suck bro yeah and then me and you at six foot four just like clap <laughs> hands above his head and walk right in oh my god you're six foot four too i am Born in I'm, the same year bob i'm i'm uh, uh, this is actually just like a really weird conversation between one guy that was that was a couple of weeks ago. That was with Captain Stubbs. That was just me interviewing myself. <laughs> uh, we had a guest drop out. I need to slightly modify my voice again for a couple hours. <laughs> I keep doing that. I just talk into a harmonica and hope no one notices the difference. <laughs> it's worked so far. Um, what's a quote that you love? Uh, I mean, that's a long one, and we talked about it earlier, but I really do like that pale blue dot speech or poem or whatever you want to call it. Like From it, Dave Lang. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that guy. It, <laughs> no, it really that's... is just so good. Like, the perspective it sets you in and the truth to it, and it's just beautiful. Yeah, it's it's very eloquently spoken, and uh, yeah, the, the thing that always sticks with me is the perspective of it all like i think uh i think people would do a little good to to kind of have that perspective from time to time right uh 83 what's the best shirt that you own Mm, i mean it's pretty tattered and in horrible shape and i don't think i could fit in it uh if i tried but a shirt I've kept forever because I loved it was I got a Guar shirt in nice. like 2005 or six or something. Mm-hmm. And I just love that shirt. <laughs> I mean, I wore the crap out of it. It's totally destroyed. Um, That's that's all I got. Guar was just an amazing live band. Like, honestly, the the music, it's hit or miss. None of it's really particularly spectacular, but you want an amazing live show. Man, Guar just delivered. That was so good live. I mean, their whole thing was just to put on a good live show. Like, that was, and I guess a music video, I suppose, but like, that was yeah. their whole gimmick that, that I they remember were just what it gonna... was for, but they beat Jesus in uh, a game of basketball in one of their music videos. And that particularly <laughs> stuck with me. I think they ate yeah. him after that. I don't know. Yeah. That, that sounds like something they would do. <laughs> I, bought, I bought that shirt, their, their tour shirt. And then I also bought a, uh, a Guar wallet. That was like a chain wallet that I used for years after that. I thought it was so fucking cool with my chain wallet. And I was, I was cool. I mean, you I were. had a Guar wallet. I checked. Sick. I did the math. It it works. You were. <laughs> uh, 84. Would you change your middle name? I did, in fact. Whoa, that's the first from here. What, yeah, yeah. If you don't mind me asking, what, what was it and what is it? Uh, it was Thomas. It is Lee. Um, when I got married, uh, our very subtle attempt at snubbing the patriarchy was uh she took my last name i took her middle name and then we resumed life as normal in a patriarchal hellscape um uh, (laughs) it's uh, basically i got to share in the inconvenience of having to get a new social security card and changing every (laughs) legal form you've ever had like uh, the guys that insist that uh their wives change their name to theirs and don't 
uh, experienced something similar to themselves. It sucks. Like you, you really do go through a fucking bunch of red tape loopholes. Oh, I I fully believe it. Yeah, but I I think that's a very sweet uh, thing to do there. I, I and uh, yeah, patriarchal hellscape is also a very good uh, <laughs> band name. I'm just gonna put it out there if anyone wants to take it. Any of my ex ska band members. Uh, eighty five. What's a good impression you can do? I, meow. <laughs> woof woof. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's like I'm there. I, <laughs> it's perfect. I do a perfect. I do a killer cow. Moo. Oh man. Everyone close your eyes. Picture yourself on a farm. It smells horrible, but the sun is shining. <laughs> All those patties are just roasting. It's no good. Uh eighty six, is there a tattoo you wanted to get, but are glad you didn't get? I've never had a tattoo, and I've had a lot of fleeting moments of thinking about getting one. Mm. But because they're fleeting, I can never get myself to like permanently etch something onto my flesh. Gotcha. Um, I just, I, yeah, I don't know what it would be. Like, there's a lot of really cool art that I've seen that I'd like. And I think that's what it is. If I ever did get a tattoo, I wouldn't want something that someone could pick out and be like, oh, that's the logo of a band, or that's the triforce or something because i've thought about those too like it like your stereotypical video game things of like a triforce or a, yeah. whatever it may be um i think i just want like some unique art that some local artist did or the local artist being the tattoo artist i don't know i, I i've really thought about all of those various identifiable i am part of this community or fandom symbols but i'm I think I'm glad I never did it because even though I still like a lot of them, like I don't think I'd be ashamed of a, a Zelda tattoo. I still yeah. love Zelda, and I can't imagine a scenario where like uh, Zelda comes out with an alt right game and gets canceled or some <laughs> shit. Like I don't know, um, but I I just don't think that I would want to be branded for life with something that just identifies me as a member of a group or a fandom. Yeah think that's i think that's you know the 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 plight of the gamer is uh trying to find a unique enough tattoo that you know it's not just like look you know the assassin's creed logo well here it is and and nothing against people who have that obviously but it's uh you know it's it's tough it honestly is because i got a d-pad on my ass but i mean that's (laughs) (laughs) press down down again, <laughs> down <fun>. again. <laughs> Enter the Konami code, and I spit out a prize. <laughs> it's just right itself. That's actually a pretty good tattoo. Uh, eighty-seven. How would you describe your sixteen-year-old self? Oh, piece of shit! <laughs> that dude sucked. Yeah. I don't I don't think there's anyone on this show who likes their 16-year-old self. I don't know if there's anyone on the planet who likes their 16-year-old self unless they are currently 17. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I sucked. Like in retrospect, I'm like uh, th- those moments where you like wake up at 2 in the morning cringing about something you said or did. That's like that entire era of my life in retrospect. <laughs> yeah, I mean 
there's a reason we have to move past it because it is always a weird, awkward phase. Yeah, I didn't particularly do anything like heinous or regrettable that I'm aware of off the top of my head, but I definitely had some like uh, arrogant, shitty, inconsiderate uh, teenage views that I am not proud of. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people do, but uh, I think half the battle is seeing that and not just saying, yeah, I was awesome, but I'm going to continue thinking and doing these things. Yeah. Anyone uh, who peaked at 16 is probably a garbage human. I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. That's probably correct. Yeah. Uh, 88. What's the worst injury you've ever had? Uh... Probably when I got hit on the freeway on a motorcycle. I oh, was, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I broke my left wrist, a couple of ribs, covered in road rash and whatnot. Um, I did manage to ride my bike back home uh, after a while. There was a fleet farm uh, like a mile up the road from me, and my peg had broken off. So I threw my left leg on the rear peg and rode up to Fleet Farm and then went in and bought epoxy to epoxy it back on and waited (laughs) in the parking lot for it to harden. Like an idiot. Like, I'm in shock. I don't realize how injured I am. So I'm like, I'm a tough 20, I don't know how old I was, 23 or 4. Wow. It was fucking stupid. And then I rode back home and then realized I was in just incredible pain. So that's <laughs> where was the accident? Well, you could follow the blood trail that I drove <laughs> away from. <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. I should have probably uh called anyone for help. Uh but I didn't. Uh otherwise I that's probably the worst. I hurt my face pretty bad in sixth grade. That one was more embarrassing for sure. I didn't know how to ski, and we went on a skiing trip for school. Uh, And I accidentally went down a black diamond hill, which if you don't ski is like a, this is a, you know how to ski kind of hill. Oh, that's like the, okay, that's like a classification of. I don't remember what the gradients are, but there's like a blue circle or square, and they're all like shapes and colors determining what skill level you need. And Black Diamond is like uh, difficult, don't do this if you aren't comfortable. Gotcha. And I didn't know it then either, so I accidentally went down that (laughs) hill, and there's like a wooden fence around the bottom of the, uh, the ski lift. There's a huge concrete counterweight to it with that wooden fence around it and i didn't know how to stop and everyone just kept oh yeah the pizza french fries pizza french fries or whatever but me trying to like uh angle the skis in just made me go faster so i didn't know how to stop so i thought i'd kind of like grab along this fence in order to stop and instead i broke through the wooden fence smacked into the concrete counterweight and like slid under it oh that oh just scraping under a fence cannot be good oh i just plowed right through the i don't think the fence even like injured me that much just snapping that wood like whatever hitting that concrete and suddenly coming to a stop was just real painful and of course my entire class more or less got to witness this so that was um I was icing cool. on the cake. Yeah. yeah. Look at how athletic I am as I <laughs> smash my face into this concrete block. Did you at least throw up like a double thumbs up so they knew you were cool as you were doing it? <laughs> <laughs> I had to like trick. 
pull down my sunglasses just a little bit to look at them right before <laughs> I shattered them. <laughs> Looking the coolest you've ever been before badly injuring yourself in front of all of your classmates is a very funny idea to me. Yeah, I'd like to amend my uh, previous answer. Uh, sixth grade me was the coolest dude. Actually. Ah, yep. Just But sixth at a half grade where you <laughs> post injury, not as hmm. much. Uh, yeah, I was a lot less cool as they were dragging me away on a snowmobile <laughs> with a sled behind it. Probably a better uh, term for it than that, but they wouldn't let me like walk back or anything. Like I felt okay to walk, my face hurt. They probably thought I was concussed, which is fair. Uh, yeah. So they made me like lay down on a cot behind a snowmobile and ride me around, and that was fucking terrifying. Yeah. Sounds like you would fall off immediately. I mean, I'm... No, they, like, strapped you in, and they drove me back, but that was scarier than smashing through the fence, honestly, was the, the ride back strapped onto a snowmobile cot thing. Wow. <sighs> Neither sounds very fun, I'll tell you that much. Um, uh, 89, what's a habit of yours you want to break? Uh, hitting concrete with my face. <laughs> I gotta cut it out. See, um, I'm a big. My doctor says I don't do it enough. Is weird. He says more flossing and more concrete to the face. I say, all right, doc. Listen, <laughs> I don't know if this is a habit so much as just I generally wish I was healthier. But I, I do wish I would eat less meat, which sounds super stupid as I'm saying it. And I, I just think that I like uh, being carnivorous too much, and I wish I was satisfied by uh, beans and other proteins. Not that I dislike them. Like, baked beans are fucking delicious. Um, yeah. Refried beans are great, but I, I just want a little chicken sprinkled in there with my taco that has beans in it. I don't know. No, I I, I absolutely hear you. Uh, it's it's much easier said than done to just say like I'm gonna be a vegetarian or I'm gonna at least you know not have a protein for every meal. But uh, I, I I don't feel full. Like I know I'm yeah. sure it's psychological because I can eat like a big bowl of oatmeal that I know is very filling with a bunch of like fruit on the side, and i am just starving afterward i don't know like i just don't feel full until i've eaten some sort of like animal protein and that's absolutely psychological there's no way that i'm not full after eating like a giant chipotle burrito with sofritos in it or something <laughs> that is the you know, 1200 calories i could yeah. really go for a piece of chicken right now <laughs> <laughs> They didn't put any uh, chicken tenders on the side of this giant burrito? Weird. Uh, question 90. Have you ever lied on your resume? Oh, probably. Mm. I don't know. Like My resume honestly hasn't come up very often. I mean, I didn't need one for when I started working in fast food, and then I got recruited by a friend because I... I could operate hydrostatic steering, so I got the job doing lawn care from that. Uh, I got hired at Whole Foods because the manager that interviewed me thought I was funny and I didn't have a resume for that. Uh, I guess I the only job I've ever had to use a resume for was when I worked at Saturn for a little bit before they went belly up. Uh, Saturn, like the car 
The car, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I worked at a Saturn dealership, like, as it was transitioning into just, like, a general used car lot. I don't know exactly Ooh. what the deal that they had with GM was, but it was something along the lines of, uh, we'll give you X number of dollars if you go X number of years without carrying a competitor brand. So oh, they just became, like, a general used car lot. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Huh. But other than that, I haven't really used a resume very much. It's been a lot of word of mouth jobs, and I happen to be able to complete the task jobs. Right. Works for me. Clearly works for you. Uh, <laughs> 91, have you ever punched someone in the face? Yeah. Nice. I, I, <laughs> I feel like there's been a couple of times where I do feel it was justified. I don't like violence or promoting it but i mean there's always like the video of richard spencer getting hit in the face and i'll fucking watch that on a loop for an hour with popcorn yeah. um so i have gotten in a couple of fights where i have punched people in the face that um i do feel deserve it one maybe not so much because i could have just avoided the situation and not gone back to confront him about how i thought he was uh being uh misogynistic and shitty but uh i felt like i had to confront him and then a fight broke out so that happened not super proud of it but at least i feel like i was fighting some asshole for the right reason even if it wasn't right to fight him there you go and i, I at the end of the day that's what it's about if someone disrespects your guara wallet you know dang it you gotta bring a little <laughs> bit of justice down on them and let them know what's what yeah for sure uh 92 would you ever go to a nude beach probably not i mean i'd like to say like yeah sure i'm very open i mean uh, but i'm not i mean i'm a coward and i <laughs> hate myself so I, I don't think i could do it i want to be the person who would say yes we'll, uh, we'll go with that i, I okay. wish i would say yes because i think that would make me a better person if i were comfortable enough to do it I like it. I like that attitude. Uh, 93, when was the last time you cried? Uh, Friday. Uh, yeah. Not not to bring everything down, be super sad. We did have a cat pass away. Oh. And uh, I love animals a lot. So I cried my eyes out when we had to put him down. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's always one that's a real gut punch for me any kind of animal stuff uh so yeah i feel you there uh 94 what's something you've done and will probably never do again <laughs> get a free flight to texas now um <laughs> murder a nine-year-old hitler with i don't know we're so sidetracked at this point <laughs> smoke a joint in the back of a deli with uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's drummer. probably true it's probably not super likely that some musician's gonna come into my place of work and get me stoned so probably that one i'd, I'd say never say never but that's probably the correct answer seems unlikely <laughs> yeah uh 95 best compliment you've ever received oh that i was a long hair that interaction is so cool. I cannot overstate. <laughs> it's just everything about that. The shrimp, like the the whole, everything around it is just so, so good. 
And then he um, left without getting the food, right? That's the Yeah, no, he never came back in the store. He just like wandered amazing. off and never saw him again. Did he pay for it or he just no. ordered it and it didn't No, he was he, we were going to wait outside to like kill some time. Um <laughs> he like he ended up smoking with me in my car. Asked if I wanted some. I was like, sure. And he's like, okay, I'll go grab some. I'm just staying at a house so and so far away or whatever. I don't remember exactly how the conversation went, but along yeah. those lines. And then he just kind of wandered off into the neighborhood and I never saw him again. That friggin' rules. I, I gotta tell you, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I adore that. He just wandered into the woods like a wild animal. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh,. <laughs> What? I don't even know what question that was. What was that? Co- uh, uh, it's in the nineties. There we go. Ninety six. Tell me. What does that have to do with a compliment. I, I never don't know mind. anymore. Uh, tell me a joke. Uh, what do you call a fly with no eyes? Mm, I don't know. What do you call a fly with no eyes? I fucked that joke up. It's what do you call a fish with no eyes? This is terrible. <sighs> I'm not going to edit this one out. Please don't. I want everyone Uh, to know that I can't even get a joke that an eight-year-old told me correct. uh, I don't know. What do you call a fish with no eyes? It's a fish. 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 See, it's bad. I'm so sorry. Ah, perfect. Uh, which leads perfectly into question 97. 97 used to be a nice, awful question that I wrote, and I threw that right away and replaced it with the listener question of the week. And if anyone has any uh, questions that they want to send over to old Uncle Bob here, uh, they can at 99, and of course, Chris, that's the number, 99, 99questionspod at gmail.com or 99questionspod at on the twitter uh and And so that we know that it's you please be sure to include your mailing address social security number and any additional identification just uh, it lasts four on the credit card would be real nice too uh yeah all all the all that much appreciated um this one (laughs) i'm going to choose this question because i simply like the topic of discussion here uh shazira asks uh not so much an ask more of a statement uh my dogs want to know if they and yoshi can go on an adventure together out in nature oh absolutely i mean (laughs) yoshi's favorite thing in the world is going to the dog park if he could just like go out in the woods and play with another dog he would be ecstatic oh see that's that is absolutely adorable and and having having a being a proud owner of a pin of your dog uh that 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 yoshi's uh an illustrious position right it's a good pin as far as i know you are one of two or three people in the world with that pin i have no idea if Haley kept any (laughs) i'm gonna put it up on ebay real quick and see if i can get a couple thou off of it (laughs) by thou i mean nothing uh (laughs) but uh thank you shazir for the question or kind of statement well whatever uh, oh, says the guy who has why and theme parks as questions. <laughs> the fuck? Also, Double 90- standard bullshit. 96 was just tell me a joke. There's no dancing around that. That is not a question. It a literally command. says tell me. <laughs> and there's like 103 questions in this fucking podcast. So, yeah. oh, it's- Bob, come on. 
Take it. <laughs> It, it, it's all a sham. This is all just a, a, a terrible mirage that shatters in about uh, two questions. I'm not even sure what question we're on. Like, I have no idea what numbers you've been saying. As far as I know, you could have just been mishmatching these and you'd get away with it. There's probably the next, 300 questions. The next one I'm, I'm going to do, I'm just going to reach question 29 and then just say 29 over and over again and and, and wait until someone catches on. Just go like, wait, is this really 29 again? Yes. <laughs> uh, but we are on the literal question 98. The penultimate question, if you will. Mm. What made you want to be who you are today? <laughs> I want to be who I am today? Jesus. All right. <laughs> That's a presumptive question. It certainly is. Uh, fuck. Uh, uh, although if we're talking about like the trajectory I'm on, uh, he's come up a couple times here. A uh, big Carl Sagan fan. Science communicators like him definitely help push me toward my desire to get into some sort of STEM career. Um, mm. I went for mechanical. Oops, sorry. Dog just threw a bone at me here. Here you go, Yoshi. Have that back. He's getting excited. He deserves um, it. It was the question. <laughs> it riled him up. He heard his name. It, you know, he it did. Happened. Uh yeah, uh science communicate. I don't know what the hell I was talking about. I'm sorry. STEM. Oh, why I want to be a STEMI person? Yeah. yeah, I'm going for mechanical engineering because I'm a mechanic, and that seemed like the next logical step that was still like STEM adjacent. But uh, I really grew up on like Bill Nye being rolled into the the room <laughs> and you know, those fucking yep. TV carts. You know, the I don't know that those exist anymore. Yeah, oh, those I, had their I, own think... gravitational field for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think but, everyone has every kid has an iPad now. Like, what would be the point of of rolling in a giant TV? But who knows? That's their PE. They just make the students do it now. Just roll <laughs> this thing around. Just carry this from the first floor to the second floor and go nuts. Yeah, I'll see you in forty five minutes. I'd say like the science communicators that I grew up with, like Bill Nye being a huge one. I still love Bill Nye. Yeah, Carl Sagan. I really liked. Um, uh, Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> yeah. A great scientist. I mean, that dude, uh, Omelette du Fromage, is way right to the top. Omelette du Fromage. It's a great show. <laughs> uh, question 99. The titular question. What do you want to be remembered for? <laughs> uh Probably not a lot of the things I said today, huh? <laughs> that I've oh, done my uh, job. <laughs> killing Hitler would be a good one if I could pull that Ooh. off. That's the dude that killed... Although then people wouldn't know what a monster he was, and I'd just be some fucking murderer. Yeah. God damn. Time travel's scary, Bob. Don't do it. It is. That's like, am thing. I the monster then? Like, if he hasn't done anything wrong other than make some, like, really shitty art... <laughs> I mean... I'm just a murderer. Yeah, you just went after some crazy Austrian guy. (laughs) (laughs) What a dick. What's wrong with me? Yeah. So the answer is, what do you want to be remembered for? Being a a monster to history is (laughs) is what I'm hearing. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That's the one. Yeah, I think that about checks out. (laughs) Well, I wish I could ask you more uh, and, and fake another 99 of these. The but I promise you, it. I 
the EULA will not allow it. Uh, and plus, I think our uh, uh, my interns there are, are finally done taking down most of your house, if not all of it. Uh, it is been, very cold. Yeah, yeah. They've been sending me selfies. It looks pretty disheveled now. Um, they're, they're raiding your basement right now. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they're, they're grabbing as many 2600 cartridges as possible uh that's all i want everything else can stay uh, <laughs> but uh uh chris this was tremendously fun uh <laughs> i thank you so much for for doing this and being here and donating and the whole shebang and uh uh being on gene wilder's shoulders there and everything that you've done in the last couple of hours uh is there anything that you would like to plug or promote or just put out into the world in general. The the floor uh, is yours, sir. Just be less shitty people. This has been so disappointing. Just uh, <laughs> my God, people are awful. Um, no, I don't have anything. Cause I don't produce stuff. Well, I occasionally stream on Twitch. You can come find me at crater gaming. I guess it's uh non-scheduled and uh, terrible i mean it's this crap only without um, me pretending to be two people um yeah that's that's what i got um stop being shitty uh, punch nazis when the opportunity arises and watch me play video games on twitch what a guy and what good rules to live by just in general i would say but it's that time of the episode again. The red light is on. It is last call. We got to figure out what we learned here today. We discussed a lot of time travel and a lot of implications of time travel. But I think what we learned most of all is that if you are going to travel back in time, you should do it and give Yoshi a little extra dog treat. What a good boy. We learned that. Growing up wanting to be a mad scientist technically is in the STEM field. So you hear that, kids? If you aspire for such greatness, hold on to your guar wallets and one day you might just make it. We learn that you can't trust short hairs. We learn that curling rules. And we learn that the only thing older than forgetting how old you actually are is using a Zune. But I gotta go. My interns are on their way back with Chris's house and... Quite frankly, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but uh, I guess I have two weeks to figure it out till our next episode. So until then, thank you, and good night.